All right, so we've been off for a while. And I know like, you know, a lot of people were clamoring, where's Tom Brady? But I think it was just as big for us. But now we're back. Football starts this Thursday. Notre Dame, as a day that we're doing this taping, plays tonight, 7.30, at The Ohio State University. And you know how Notre Dame has broken my heart many, many years when it comes to winning a big game. And Marcus Freeman, the new coach, I'm excited. I've got a new Under Armour Notre Dame football sideline shirt. I'm not wearing it now because I don't want to get it dirty until game time. Wow. I'm cautiously optimistic. They are not the fifth best team in the country, and they are ranked as the fifth best team in the country. They are not. They are 17-point underdogs, which proves that a lot of people agree with me that they're yeah. not the fifth best team. And I'm not going to break down the X's and O's, what they have to do to win. All I want them to do is win. I don't care how they do it. What's that? Do you think it's realistic? I think, you know what, anything is possible. But do I want, like... That's a real projection. Will it be a a moral victory if they lose by seven, you know, when they're, you know, underdog by 17 points? Isn't that, that though, kind of a problem, though, right? Like, Notre Dame really wants to be in that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. You you can't have any more moral victory. You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely not. This is one that's huge. And I'm not... Shit talking you. I just mean like no. the, the problem with Notre Dame is they're Look, not. I love like Notre Dame. I love the Yankees. But when the Yankees aren't good, like everybody right now, the Yankees had 17 game lead or whatever. They're down to five because the Yankees aren't that good. Just because they're the Yankees doesn't mean they're going to win or that they're great. Notre Dame has a legacy. Yes, they're important to college football. Yes, because you know why? They're a money maker. They travel well. They do a lot of, you know, they bring in a lot of eyes because you either root for them. Or you want to see them get crushed. Yeah. That's the thing with Notre Dame. We've talked about this. There's no middle of the road. No. There's no middle. They're the Dallas Cowboys. You know what I mean? They're they're that I brand think, of I, I think unfortunately they are the Dallas Cowboys too, because they're a program that really hasn't they have won, won in a won very, in long, very time. long time. And but they generate the con the, the con- they, Notre Dame drives the conversation in college football. A lot. Exactly. The way the, the way the Cowboys do, but they don't win like they like don't some win. programs. But the Cowboys have at least made the playoffs a couple of times. Yes. Now, Notre Dame makes the, you know, once in a while, they'll make the the, the Final Four and whatever you want to call it, the, the college football playoff and whatever. But those games haven't been competitive. No. They, you know what I mean? Okay, it used to be that Notre Dame would end the streak of a great school. It mm-hmm. would pull the upset. It was like, here they are. They're, you know, touchdown Jesus the whole bit. That's got to change. And I, like I said... I like Marcus Freeman. I like the spirit. Brian Kelly, you don't want to be there. I get it. You're making a lot of money. Go. That's fine. But do they Whatever. have do they have the chip on their shoulder a little bit because of everything that happened with the the coach just leaving and that kind of jerky way that he did and like to win for I, I mean, Marcus I don't Freeman? think they I don't think they were upset that he left. I think a lot of the players are happy. They didn't I think like a him. lot of players are happy because they didn't like Brian Kelly, but they really liked Marcus right. Freeman, at least. And that's great. You, but, like, you like your coach. To have a chip on their shoulder, I think Notre Dame has a chip that he can use the fact that, hey, guys, the fifth-ranked team in the country, and we're 17-point underdogs? Come on now. Let's show them what we've got. So, for me, just to get, so is fifth-ranked too high? They're ranked too high? Too high. In the, okay. Right. They're, 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 they're probably, to me, I thought they'd be ranked 10th, maybe, 9th or 10th, something like that. But to be ranked fifth, and then you're seventeen point underdogs, it just it just doesn't balance well. Yeah, you know. And Ohio State's a great football team. They are. I mean, there's no question. If this was being played in South Bend, 
I wouldn't even know if they could beat them because they've lost at home games, yeah. you know, too. Yeah. So their big win was when, you know, during COVID when they beat Clemson at home. There was only like the 11. That, that, but they didn't Lawrence have Trevor too. Lawrence. Yeah. That's my, my point. Then yeah. they go and play, and then they get wrecked. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So Notre Dame, to be in the conversation as, you know, the Ohio States, the Alabamas, whatever. Now, you know, you can talk about everything Georgia. you want to talk about. The Georgias, like, look, the Notre Dame, we, our academics are this and that and whatever. But you know what? If you want it... For this conversation, that doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't. That's what I'm saying. You can't say, well, we're going to get a certain kind of kid to come here. Well, you know what? You're not going to get the 4-4 burner at wide receiver or a great corner or whatever because for this, this reason. They don't want to go to Notre Dame. No. They want to go to proven programs. Let's yeah. say, why do I want to make Notre Dame what it was when I can go to Alabama? I can go to Georgia. Not that they're not smart. I don't mean they're not smart enough to get into Notre no, Dame. No. But what I'm saying is... But also Notre Dame bends its academic rules. Oh, like, they'll bend... Absolutely. Let's not act like Notre Dame is, is no, no. Every, every player to Everybody bends. Everybody bends it. But my, my only point is that I'm not putting, you know, like guys not want to go there. Like, do I want to go to Notre Dame... Or do I want to go to Alabama? Or do I want to go to Georgia? Or do I want to go? Because look what happened to Georgia last year. How many guys graduated off that team and went into the pros? Off that, they lost like 19 starters, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And more than half of them or more are, are going to you know, play pro ball this year. Alabama. That's the thing that Notre Dame has to recruit against to also. The, the other problem, there's a couple problems. You want winners? Too. Or do you want... The, uh, the, the 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 biggest problem for them, I think, is the fact that they're based out of Indiana. And no offense to Indiana, but it's not the the football powerhouse that Georgia, the state of Georgia right. is, the state of Florida, right. the state of Texas, right. the state of California. Indiana is a much smaller state, so it has right. less people in state that want that look at Notre Dame as a destination. Right. A lot of the talent in college football. In the nation is concentrated in the Sun Belt of the country, in Texas, in yeah. Florida, Georgia. That's why those California, schools, California. Yeah. That's why though, and a lot of those players they'd like to stay in a warm climate. Oh sure. So those are two things. That well, that's why they play a national schedule. They try to play a national days. schedule, but if you're from Florida, you don't want to play your winters. No. You you want to play a, a game in in uh, in Indiana in December, or do you want to play in Florida? That, or, or do you want to play in Alabama? Right. But the other, the biggest problem, and in a lot of ways, this game is like a proxy because if you are someone who can deal with the Midwest climate, yeah. you tend to go to Ohio State because right. you, Ohio State or is, Michigan, Ohio, but Ohio State is still by far oh, yeah. and away the biggest power of the Midwest. Right. Florida, Ohio State, basically owning the Midwest of the country. Right. I think you can make an argument as to why Notre Dame hasn't been as good. Why Nebraska hasn't been as good. Right. Why um, Michigan hasn't been as good over the last decade, decade and a half. Because the best players in the Midwest that are saying I'll stay there, they go to Ohio. Yeah, they, they tend to go to Ohio, Ohio State, State and they don't want if, if you mind. could deal with that, you tend to go to Ohio State. And I think that's been part of the biggest problem oh, yeah. for Notre Dame. And plus Notre Dame has the certain state like I'm not even talking academic, but the religious the whole every Notre yes. Dame's got a lot of things yes. like, you know, because Marcus Freeman talked about that. Like, you know, we're gonna do it but where, you know, God is important. This And everything is important. I'm not saying guys that go to the schools don't feel that way, but there's this aura that Notre Dame wants to have that they are they bathe in holy water all the time, and we know they don't, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But no school does. No. But it's money. It's money-driven. Everything mm-hmm. is like this new, they want to get the new 
you know, team playoffs starting in 2026, but they want it, they're saying, well, let's move it to 2024, get 12 teams in there. Notre Dame doesn't have to join a conference, though, if that happens. They don't have they to might be. eventually have to. They, at one point, but if they say, like, if we're getting in all the time, like, if they're, if they're, like they're saying the way there's 12-team playoff system all start, first four teams, win your conferences, best conference records, they get buys. Notre Dame will never have that because they'll be, they'll, but they'll always be in it, as long as they're don't have a losing record or they're you know halfway. If they're, if they're like ten and two, eleven and one, nine and three, they're always going to make. That. They ha- the thing for Notre Dame though too is, and I do think they're graded a little unfairly because if you look at it, look in college football, there's really only three or four programs that actually really win. Right, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, State. Georgia. Sure. That's it. Yep. Notre Dame is in that second tier of teams that's always in the conversation. Right. And I do think that they're, they're judged a little unfairly because they're very polarized. The, the only, Their only problem is they're not Alabama, Clemson, <clears throat> Georgia, or... Um, Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, or Ohio, Ohio State. State. Those are and those are the only teams Notre Dame really gets blown out by. Even against Oklahoma State, they lost the game, but they that was a close game. That was a close bowl, game. You know what I mean? Like they're they're on par with every other. They're on par or better than every other program. USC, right? Uh, yes. You know a lot of the big. Uh, we'll uh, see how that goes with you know, Lincoln Riley later. You know on Oklahoma, Texas, these right. other schools. You know. Fl- Florida hasn't been good in a while. Miami no, hasn't been good in a while. Florida State hasn't been good in a while. And Notre Dame is better. Virginia Tech losing to you know a lot of these other tier programs. Michigan up until last year had a very long dry spell. So Notre Dame, the average college football fan would be happy if their team was Notre Dame and what Notre Dame has been. They're just held to this unbelievable standard that they have to be Alabama, which wins the national title every year. That's an unfair. But that's the other thing, though. But Notre Dame wants to do though, they want to right, be like of we are the beacon on the hill here. Guys. But the, I you mean, know, the we, truth is they're just not right. They're now. not. They're not. You know? And I, I, I love them. I will always love Notre Dame. But and look, they break your heart. Teams break your heart all the time. You could be a fan of any any team, but Notre Dame. I just want to see them back in that. Yeah. Okay. We're playing Ohio State. It's three points. You know what I mean? Not seventeen points. Sure. You know what I mean? But they could fool everybody. We don't know. Like, how good... What's we, a realistic expectation for this year? Whether well, they win Ohio State... I, I, I think, think they'll be... Like, I, I could see this game is tough. USC at the end of the year is going to be tough. I think the rest of their schedule, the way it pans out, they're playing, you know, ACC teams. They do play Clemson this year. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But 9-3, and 10-2 would still be good well, for them. It's kind of where they are every year. It, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, it's set up... For them to always do fairly well, but they, you know, but to be in that elite, elite, like in the in the conversation all the time. And look, like I said, I don't I, I want them to win, but I want them to be competitive too in big games. That's the thing right. you want. You want to look like you, you don't right that you belong there. Like they were ran off the field in the national championship against Alabama. Then the, you know what I mean. The, they get crushed by Clemson. In the they get crushed twice. by Clemson. Be that one score, tight game, three points, you lose something like that. Like, yeah, we're there. Right now, there's still that gap. There is. And, and that's because, of, like, let's say if Nick Saban was coaching Notre Dame, Notre Dame would be winning national champions, though, because he'd be getting players. You think that come. would be the difference? I definitely think that's you the think, difference. But you th- so let's say Only be- I'm not saying Marcus Freeman can't do that. No, no, no. But Nick Saban, a winner that can get guys to go, they'll say, what do you care? I was... You know, born in West Virginia, dude. The weather's not that bad. Let me give you a counterfactual here. Let's say 
in 2005, Nick Saban says, I'm going back to college football, but he goes to Notre Dame. Right. Do you think Notre Dame is today? Do you think he's the dif- the, the difference yes, between I absolutely over the last 17 years of he leaves the Dolphins, I'm not going to Notre Dame, he goes to Notre Dame. I absolutely Notre Dame do. wins eight or not, however many titles. Well, I think he would win. I think he would win some there. It would take a while to rebuild them back up, but I think, yes, they, I think he would you make a difference. You don't think it has to do with the money? And you think it's specifically Notre Saban. Dame can't be outmoneyed. No, that's true. They're not going to be out money. No but problem. Alabama, they print money. No, that's as true. much as they want is you know whatever. They they have their their boosters, their alumni are not on the poor side. You know what I mean? No, of course not. So like, look what Alabama was before Nick Saban got there. Right? They, they went were, through they, coach. Right. They went through coach. They went through coach. They didn't. They could. What's going on with Bama? They're no good. Blah blah blah. Saban gets there, changes the culture. But you think it's just him if he went to Notre I, Dame? Because I think he could recruit on his legacy and his legend that he already had. He went to LSU. He was good at Michigan State. He went to the pros. Him making a difference there. Like I look what Urban Meyer does, right? Before he got into his yeah, yeah, situations. Yeah. Utah, Florida, you know, Ohio State. Even Bowling well, Green. Bowling Green turns it around. That's it. Turns it around. It's like a coach for any team. But Brian but, Kelly's won everywhere. You know, right. If you look at his record, Central right. Michigan, Cincinnati, Notre but Dame. But Brian Kelly's not Nick Saban. Well, case in point, the only way I know Brian Kelly is through this podcast. Right. I know Nick Saban. Right. Just because of his like cultural right. impact. So I guess if someone... If you're talking about recruiting, like a person whose life is, I'm going to make the biggest life decision, go to this college, that college. If you know the name Nick Saban, you might go to the school with Nick Saban. And he's a known winner. And I think, and let's let's put it this way. They would change a little bit more. Like Urban Meyer was supposed to, there was that rumor, he was supposed to go to Notre Dame. He said, hey, you got to be a little lax on guys were getting there a little bit you know even more so than you are under the table like because like you say everybody fudges a little bit here i mean it's let's not the only thing is let's not pretend like notre dame is up and up and they're only accepting students of the highest i am not let's not i am not saying that at all but they they want you to believe that so that was the reason why urban meyer 2004 or 5 didn't doesn't doesn't go there right he already said that was his dream that's the rumor he's named after pope urban Yes. You know, I mean, so, which I didn't even know until there was a Pope Urban. <laughs> until it really interesting. Mind. He's yeah. a deeply religious man, except for when he goes back to Ohio. Except and for, yeah. When he hangs out at, at bars and stuff. And but college girls dance. college girls dance. that, he's very But you know what? He's yeah. a very great fruity. He's He yeah. cares about all people. Yeah. Urban. He, that, well, that's what he was doing there. He yes. was caring. He, he was, was evangelizing. Caring. Yes. He was, you know, doing that. That was an interesting way to show caring. He, yes. You know what? He was laying hands, yeah, like people do. He was sharing his when you're religious. Christ's closest friend was a prostitute. Exactly. So, so you do as you go, and you go to where the people are to, to preach. That's what he was doing. Yes. So do I think I do amen. think that Notre Dame, Amen. I do think that Notre Dame would have won another would have won a national championship if Nick Saban was there. But I think that you could say that if Nick Saban went to Clemson, USC, USC, if he because he's like there's. Coaches, and then there's Nick Saban, right? And and it's like NFL, it's Bill Belichick, okay? Yeah. Because that, but Saban, I think and the to NFL me, is Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know what you're saying. But you know yeah. what I mean? But when you're thinking of the pantheon of coaches now, like right now, and and of all time, Nick Saban's right there. Yeah, Nick Saban's right there because let's face it, when when Bear Bryant, 
or you know you're talking about in all sports not just college football right he's obviously but i'm talking about like even in college football like tom osborne is the jimmy back in the day you can get 100 players there's no limit to scholarships yeah you hey you want to come here you're coming here you want to come here you're coming here now it's different yeah and it's totally different coaching wise where we're not going to get any water for three hours boys you start running where, Which was ridiculous. Exactly. Yeah. But the coaches ruled. Now, yeah, Nick Saban, from where co- yeah. came up with the coaches rules to now, hey, coach, uh, I got a TV spot I got to do. Yeah. Hey, I'm getting money for going to eat at this. Re- and he adapted to. You it. think he's more. Not that Nick Saban is warm and cuddly, but no. I mean, like, you think he's adapted to the players of today? I think he's well. absolutely. He's he's, he's loosened the reins a little bit. Not that he's Sean McVay and like no, how you doing kind but of thing. We but. don't see Nick Saban when he's coaching those guys. We see Nick Saban on the sidelines because he's an intense guy that's doing yeah, his yeah. job. We're seeing like Nick Saban, like a, a guy you know, like uh, working on Wall Street, calling and, and and finding out that the stocks went up or down, and he's screaming mm-hmm. like, "We got to sell this, or we got to buy this, or whatever." Mm-hmm. We're seeing that yeah. action, yeah. And he wants perfection. He goes, "Look, if you do it this way, we're gonna win yeah. because I've proven to you we've won." So let's just fu- so when things don't work out, or somebody misses a block, or things happen. But we don't see him during coaching, like during s- summer practice. Right. In August when he's like, hey, guys, you know, how are so we doing? Let me ask you then a couple questions about this year. Number one, let, to bring it back to Notre Dame. Right. If they are 9-3, and three, does then Marcus Freeman go on the hot seat and say? Because no. what Notre Dame wants is Notre Dame wants to be that next. You want Notre Dame to be that next right. level. Look, other programs in Notre Dame's shoes their coaches are really like okay. My I I tend to think of Notre Dame and Miami very similarly right. because they're both programs of your yep. like you know that are eighties nineties eighties nineties that you th- Nebraska. If Scott Frost right. doesn't win this year, he's gone. He's gone. This year, Miami completely changed over. They bring in Cristobal. They want to get in that Alabama, right. Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State. So you're saying so? Let's say okay, spin it forward. Marcus Freeman this year is nine and three. Next year they're ten and two. Is he? Does he become on I'll, the hot I'll, seat? I don't know if he's got a three or a five year deal. Let's put it that. I, but I'm that doesn't sure. matter. You but know what, what I'm, I'm saying? saying is Notre Dame doesn't fire coaches like unless you're brutally, brutally bad. They let you kind of run out the string, yeah. and then they'll let you go. Like they, that's why they'll say or like with Ty, we're going to buy you out because things. But he are going only got three or four. years. He only right? got three or four years. So I think Notre Dame is going to give him at least three. Okay. And say, hey, look, okay, turn around your recruiting class for next year. How do we do? You know, some of these are Brian Kelly's guys. We've got this. Let's see how you do. I think the recruiting trail he's going to be very good on. But it's also keeping them because now guys can move like chess yes. pieces. They're all over the place. Yeah. I don't like the winters in Indiana. I'm out of here. Yeah. You're like, you know, a guy might deal with it and say, hey, I'm a five-star recruit. Marcus Freeman, yeah, Notre Dame, Gold Helmet, and everything else. It's freezing. Yeah. It's fucking February, and I'm yeah. freezing my ass off here, and I got to wait. Yeah. I'm going to USC. If he can keep players, too, not only recruit them, but keep them, that's the key because it's much more difficult. And that's why I think he'll get the three, four years or whatever, okay. how that works. So but, then, bigger picture, is it really going to be the same three, four teams playing for the title again? Oh, this year? I don't is it Alabama? Yep. Is it. So, 
It, might it, be Texas A&M, it might sneak right, in, it could be Clemson back, Michigan, we'll see how it goes, and guys right. like but, that. But likely, cool. at the end of the year, college football, you see it be, being down Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, the Clemson, are still and potentially te- maybe Texas A&M, maybe Michigan, right. you know, maybe Clemson again, you know what I mean? But it's it's really kind of the same. It's going to be, you can have, like, break it up into four divisions, 15 teams, you need 60 teams around the country, you know, if they ever break away from the NCAA. You're still going to have as long as Saban's there, Alabama. You're still going to have Texas A&M going to mm-hmm. get better with, with Jimbo yeah, Fisher. Yeah, they're interesting this year. You know, you're still going to have you're still going to have those certain big schools that are going to that are going to do it. You're going to see USC get back into it. I think you'll see yes. Miami get back. It, into it. You mentioned you USC and, and, and as you're potentially afraid of them for Notre Dame. Yes. Could you see USC playing a weaker Pac-12 schedule and sliding in there and, and being one of those teams if they if they have an innovative? I think they, they I think they would look at it. They'd have to be dominant in, in what they do because well, you've already got, out, right? you've already got three. You know, you've already got you're pretty much set with Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia. You, you got to see those what, three teams are locked. I they're think they're locked in. I think you got to see what Clemson is going to do. I think you get to see what USC, Texas A and M. Yeah, because the SEC is big. They're going to the SEC yeah. might say, "Hey, we want two in." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's that's a, a big uh, that's a big part of that. But basically, what I'm trying to say is Notre Dame, please. I'm begging you. Just if you're not going to win, make it a last possession game. I'll lose a heartbreaker. Is that worse? You'd rather lose a heartbreaker? I like would rather where you're held on the whole game. Well, you game? know what? Rather than being blown out, like I don't want to turn this game off at halftime. I don't want it to be I, 20. Yeah. Notre Dame kit, two fumbles, a pick, a pick six. They're down 28 7. I don't want to see that. I want to see, okay, look, they, they're 31, you know, 28. I want to see, okay, Notre Dame can win this game if. As every team wants to do, run the football. They have an offensive line that is pro-caliber offensive How's line. How's their quarterback? That's what we have to find out. Well, is that not the biggest problem? Well, well college football is a little different than the pros where you don't always need that quarterback. You don't but. always, but it's 100,000 people, night game. How are they going to do? New That's why the, the crowd, running the football will be Notre Dame's best friend. Ohio State's defense is not great, but their offense is a juggernaut. So can if if Notre Dame could limit possessions like in every every game I'm not gonna I don't want to break down the X's and O's but look make it close if you're not gonna win it make it close so you can build on that we lost by seven we lost by three I don't want it 37-7 you know what I mean because then it's like the hot seat talk oh yeah okay so they beat you know uh, Boston College or they beat the how will you do against the big boys that's how you're judged you know what I mean if you're a boxer it's how you do against the good fighters not the Palookaville guys for a for a payday. That's mm-hmm. the difference there to to that. But we'll we'll get into college football more as we uh, as as the season goes Just on. And quickly before we bounce off. That. No, I'm sorry. No, no, it's uh, I I got into watching uh, a little bit of Notre Dame last year at your wedding because we were at a hotel. Oh, yeah. It was my first time in a hotel in oh t- 10 and 11 years, and there's not many channels, and I knew how big the Florida it was. State, the yeah. Florida State, and that game was. Huge. That was the second biggest event happening that weekend. It was yeah, the right, wedding. Right. And the, and the, Steven's uh, wedding was big. Steven's wedding was big, and it was then it big. was that game. So my impression was that they were doing good because they, they did, they got up to like the, 
I, I don't understand how college football works, the ending. Like, they got up to, like, a finals game or something like that. A bowl? A bowl game? They made it to oh, Notre Dame, made it to a bowl. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Made, well, yeah, it's based on record. Yeah, but, the, but like, there's not, like, one final one. It's Oh, like, there are. There's a final. The, there's, a, there's a college playoff. They made, it right. to, they made it to what's a glorified exhibition, Notre Dame, right. last year, where it's like you still want to make it to a bowl game, which means you had a winning season. And right. there are tiers of bowls, but where you want to get is the playoffs. There's 14. Right. So they didn't make it anyway. I, see, I thought they were in, like, the playoffs last year. No, night. they okay. didn't make it to the No, okay. what, what the bowl games do is give you more chances to practice with your team. You know, so we've Sounds got fun. guys that are gradual. Like, some guys aren't playing. If, if it's not the Final Four, if it's not the college football playoffs, they're like, I'm not playing in this game because mm, I, I'm doesn't matter getting hurt. Anymore. If you're playing in the Final Four where you got a chance to win a national championship and you worked for it all the time, but they don't want to play in the, you know, the Meineke Bowl. Or the Detroit the, City Bowl. The bowl games now are essentially commercials for whoever sponsors right. that. Like last year, the, I think of Mike Golick Jr. calling the game the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Right. He dipped uh, an Oreo into the mayo. And right. that was like the most, you know what? But that's like. Well, they got the Jimmy Kimmel Las Vegas they Bowl got, or so something like that. It's basically those bowl games, they're exhibitions that are commercials for that product it's right, like right, you get to showcase it and the really the only games that matter are the playoffs and getting like guys that live in cold weather s- states let's yeah, say like you like know uh, oh good we can go to florida for a weekend or like you know will they travel or we can go to vegas oh, okay let's go to vegas for a weekend and watch our team play you know it's like yeah during the okay, january february months look every bowl game is important to some for the coaches and, and some of the players because it gives them more tape and whatever to look at but if you're not going to the big ones and you're a good foot player, okay. you're going to sit out those games. And that's not there on the bigger one. And, and the other big... They made it to, again, there are tiers to bowl. You'd rather go to the Fiesta Bowl, which Notre Dame went to, right. than like, you know, the, the Holiday Bowl. You know, right. you know what I mean? So it's like they made it to a more prestigious bowl, but it's not like it's... But you if know, you make it to a bowl that's not in the final, like you're not in the finals. They all right. essentially mean the same thing. Oh, they okay. don't matter. Right. They don't I really thought matter. the bowls were like like big. They used to be. Yeah, but they're not right. as big okay. anymore. You know, right. like the the four majors: Rose Sugar, Orange Fiesta. Those are big. Those are the big ones because then the national championships are played through those. But the other ones, they're don't, only, okay. they're, they're not big. But the other big game is another one: Baylor against the University of Albany. That's right. Yeah. The University of Albany is traveling to Baylor, which is the tenth ranked team in the country. Yeah. Against Little Albany. They're forty-one and a half point. Dollar. Forty-one point, yeah. and, and Stephen, right after the podcast, I don't know if you know this, is going down I'm to Waco. Well, you're you're a big booster, right? He's like a you, big, big booster of Albany. Right. He's yeah. going to go down there, and I think Mike is going to go know, with him because the thing is, Mike's visited the campus. The problem we've had, <laughs> the problem we've had, is that we're just so academically rigorous. You guys, are, you just, we you've got to lower your we standards. We have to lower the standards because you know because Stephen was Stanford was on his he, list, Yale. But he said, "I got to go Albany, to Albany, Columbia." There was for Columbia big, was Albany there. being, you know, being so serious about the academic, academic side of it that you know it's been hard for us to recruit. Stephen loves New York. Guys. He said, "I'm staying in the I capital had to stay, city. I had to I'm stay in Albany. the capital." At you know, we have the drama the school at Tisch yeah. with the Ivy League yeah. education. Yeah. Of there. course, yeah. of course, it's, the man you know, who who made when theater you, grow in Albany. When I you think of you know. The alumni we boast, you know, uh, 
when you say besides you and Sammy, besides, your lovely you know, wife, Ed Burns went there. Uh, that, that's well, I think guy. he stopped by. He stopped. Well, no, he had, <laughs> we went to Albany for a little while. No, you know, he did really. When you googled uh, notable alumni, he's one of them. Wow, that's, the that's burying the lead for Dad. Who the Ed Harvey Burns. Milk went to Albany. Really, the guy who wrote Wicked went to Albany. No, yeah. yes, oh, you know, hey. That's Look, three right off the bat, right you there. You can't really beat that. Wicked, what a, the what brothers McMullen and Harvey Milk. Harvey Milk. Harvey Milk. Ed Burns. Yep. The apparently <laughs> Steve Dizador sitting at a table. That's a dinner for five. Right table there. for three. Apparently, some guy that discovered Jack Johnson, which I think is a demerit. Uh, towards Albany, but I get he's one of the guys that our school boasts as wait the, the guy who discovered like the, the manager, guy who wrote like Jack Johnson's manager. manager or something. Yeah, he went to wow. Albany. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't realize there were this many uh, this like wow. notable, real serious people that wow. went there. Yeah, so we're talking big time. We're talking here. big time. Aquafina went to Albany too, by the way. Not the, not the water, not the water. But the guy the, who discovered the water. Yeah, uh, the, the, which uh, was his name, by the way. The comedian and singer. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, look, we're trying to get. We're built, you know. And combined with the, Albany. the 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 Disney tradition of going to Dutchess for a little while, you also have Clark Duke. Uh, yes. So build, well, build, 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 build. I always say Clark Duke. Clark, yeah. yeah. Build, build Duke. Build he went Duke. to Duchess. He went to Duchess. I went so. to Duchess. Yeah. Michael, Michael went to Duchess, yeah. attended. Yeah. Let's not forget yeah. Michael. I know. Yeah. Michael dormed in Duchess. Michael, Michael dormed in Duchess and made it. and made friends with the guy that uh, that's doing our our music. Oh yes, that's true. So if he had not wow. gone to, we would not have music for our podcast. Wow. So we, really we, we, like we, were, we were thinking of that founded in Dutchess. Really we are like founded in, in Harvard on the Hudson, baby. I'm telling you, we own the Hudson River here. We do. Albany, Dutchess, we've got it covered, you know. And we're very big in the Dutchess County area. We had a stall at the fair. We have, we have, that's right. We have two t shirts that are going like, you know, two left. We got them. But anyway, we're going to go to anyway, a yeah, little transition. Good. Well, before we go to... why go? How are you going to follow that up? Is before the, we go to the NFL, the stuff. I want you to talk about the trade that didn't happen for the Knicks, Steve. Oh, my goodness. Because you're Mr. Yeah. Basketball. Mikey is, is a basketball guy. You're a Chris Paul fan. You're, you know, but and I can your be buddy, only, Donovan buddy, Mitchell, yeah. is taking his talents, not to it's South crazy. Beach. To Cleveland. But to Cleveland. I, so what does that do for... I thought the, it was a joke. To be honest, I just was... I, I saw it, somebody, I didn't even see the Woj tweet, but I saw somebody tweet, I thought the Woj tweet was, tweet was a joke, so I had right. to go to Woj's page to see what he's talking about, and it said, Donovan Mitchell to the Cavs, story to follow. Right. And I, I like, I had never heard any utterance of the Cavs, I'd never heard any, no. you know. It was basically the Knicks, right? It Wasn't was that basically, the whole... and you're, you like, you like, Donovan Mitchell, correct? You, yeah. You like, like watching him? With yeah, I like Donovan Mitchell. He's a big Mets fan. Yeah, he's a Mets fan. And that's the thing. I, he threw out, uh, you know, uh, I'm also a big Brooklyn Cyclones fan. And uh, he's thrown out the first pitch a couple times. He th- threw out the first pitch at a Cyclones I saw game Fat Joe gave him sneakers, too. Fat Joe gave him sneakers. There was all these kinds of... There was this so, belief. Right, if that's not a belief I mean, right there. That's like there. the Pope of New York, right? Right. Fat Joe gave sneakers. So he should honestly, for... You know, deceiving Fat Joe, he should probably face some kind of criminal penalty. But but no, I, mean, I don't think it was his call. Though. No, I, look, I think he's a New York guy. I think his dad works for the Mets. 
From really? what I understand, I think his dad is an employee of the Mets in some fashion. Wow. Either he consults for there something. I just know his father's involved with the Mets. He's a New York guy. A lot of people speculated that he was going to go to the Knicks. Right. I had right, never right. heard anything about the Cavs. And then, and what's the craziest thing is the package that the Cavs gave is not something that the Knicks couldn't give. It was just a couple draft picks, you know. And a cu- the, the 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 Cavs parted ways with some other younger players. Do you think but, they, that the league doesn't want to see the Knicks like succeed or uh, you know, like is it no? Is it something, I, think, I don't like. No, I think that the NBA know. wants the Knicks to be good. Right, the you NBA, but the I'm, I'm talking about good. other like other guys around oh, the NBA. Yeah. Are they like? Screw the Knicks, man. You're you like Notre Dame, man. Win, yeah. You know, well, for a long but to, time. at least Notre Dame has a winning. Yes. Tradition. the Knicks yes. have been a joke forever right. since the you late seventies. You know, well, let's go back to well, the Rileys. Then the they, last you know. fifty years, the Knicks, yeah. other than you know the early nineties where you had Pat Riley, right? The Knicks of you know the Knicks that success that period of success with Pat Riley is an anomaly, right? In the Knicks history, post the early seventies when. Phil Jackson was playing, right? That's and right. Dave DeBush. You have to go back to what Dave DeBusher and Walt Frazier. Frazier, Monroe. So, those were great teams. You know, those are you have to go back that far. So right. I do think that the league want like the NBA the NBA wants, wants it, yes. the Knicks to be good. But do you know the joke is that every offseason the Knicks are supposed to get the big free agent, and they never do. No. They were supposed to get LeBron James, or they're supposed, you know, or the, the free agent doesn't want to go. The, there. Doesn't want to go there. Every free agent is somehow linked to New York. But what felt different about Donovan Mitchell is it seemed like he actually wanted to go there. And for, basically, from what I heard, and I thought this was maybe just posturing, but once they re-signed R.J. Barrett, the Jazz were out on right. the on Mitchell because they really wanted Barrett as part of the deal, right? And what the Knicks signing him meant that he was off the table. But the Knicks have more picks than anybody could really give. So I still thought that the best move for the Jazz would have been to go to right n- to, to the, the Knicks, Knicks, to send him to the Knicks. Because if you look at the package, they got a couple good young players, but they didn't part with any of their all-stars, the Cavs. No, no. And they just gave up three picks, which was, I think, if you look at the hall, it's smaller than what they got for... Um, Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert, which was an insane amount to to, yes. to, to pull in for him. So, to, I can't. I don't know how the Knicks got out on it. It looks like they had the package to do it. Did the Knicks just not want to give up the three first round picks and two? I, I, I it just doesn't make sense it to does, me. It it's does. a good move for the Cavs. The Cavs could. It's a great move for the, the Cavs. Cavs. Could be very good. You know, Mitchell's a good player. Um, he makes players around him better. Yeah, they're going to be a good player. They're going to be. Well, they almost, what were they, 44? Th- they, the Cavs were in the playoffs last right. year. Right, so yeah. they're definitely going to move up and everything. The other NBA news is, and you, I don't know if you know this, but uh, your buddy A-Rod yeah. is having trouble making um, payments for the team that he's oh. a part of. He's not cash uh, flow ready right now, so I don't know what that means, if he's going to have to give up. I mean, because the guy that owns the Timberwolves does not need no. the money of Alex no. Rodriguez, but... There was rumors that he had trouble coming up with cash that he was huh. supposed to make a certain amount of payments for. So, because he's only like a part owner, he's not. <clears> he's a part owner, owner, but still, yeah. I, I know yeah. it's not like it's not just it's just not a small chunk of change that mm-hmm. he has to come up with. Which mm-hmm. I don't know why that would be anyway. I'm well, just, he had to give that wedding gift. To he did have to give J Lo yeah. the wedding gift, but yeah, that, that's curious to me. Like how much like he has? I don't know if there were payments that had to be made over time. Yeah. But I just wanted to, you know, let you know that I'm still on the A Rod. Uh, yeah, good. Not making it to the Hall of Fame watch. Yeah, well, uh, you know how that's. I don't uh, have time for that. <laughs> we don't have that. That'll be a special. 
a special one will do. I don't have time. The, but, the litigating. But so let me. I want to ask this to all you guys: Do you think the Hall of Fames for all sports that are getting watered down? Do you think that they're letting people in that when you look at them and you're debating if, like, because Deion Sanders said, "Hey, look, if you're going to let some of these guys that are coming into the Hall of Fame, then you got to get a special. I need a. I need a gold jacket made of gold, because yeah. some of these guys getting into the Hall of Fame." Are good players. Some are great players, but they're not Hall of Fame players. Was he talking about anybody specifically from this class? I think he's just been saying that the NFL has too many players that get in because they want to well, make they it that week every year. Every year, but they you let can. Six, but so. there's no limit. Yeah. So he's saying, look, they want to have their parades on their Thursday. They want to have their dinner parties. Their fans coming into Ohio to watch the whole thing all all weekend long and everything. What you got to do is say, look, hey, if two guys are just worthy worthy to get in, then only two guys should get in. You don't need to make it five, six, seven, eight guys getting in because we want to have this extravaganza from, you know, our, our game to come, you know, to the Hall of Fame game to start off the season and everything. But do you think, like... That in basketball, of- yes. In basketball, they let in literally... Anybody, right? In football, there's eleven. So in football, there's a lot of people just because there's more people playing. There's right. Twenty-two people on a field at each right. time. Right. You know, so even if only you know a couple of guys a year, that's still a very small percentage. Right. And you know, maybe Tony Baselli's not the biggest name, but Tony Baselli is a Hall of Fame tackle. You know, but he he his career was cut short, but. His product overall, right. he's one of the best offensive tackles ever to play. Right. Uh, Bryant Young was in it, of you know, maybe not a household name, but, but the thing is, like, it's it's they're not like I guess if quarterbacks aren't getting in or wide receivers, like when you're watching football, unless you're breaking tape down, yeah, you know, unless it's Anthony Munoz or somebody who is like just right. the greatest of the great, like this but, guy, like did he Gretzky hockey. I mean, well, I don't got to think about it. When you have to start thinking about it to a point where, well, this guy got in and his stats or she got into the NBA Hall of Fame, you know, because her stats match this guy's or she's or he's that, then it becomes like analytics are getting into it. When you hear the but, names like Willie Mays, definitely. sure, but if you Tony limit, Romo, no, but if you limited the Hall of Fame to only like Tom Brady and right. then who? Who 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 actually belongs then? But you know isn't what that what That's the Hall the of standard. But isn't that what the Hall of Fame is though? I think the Hall of Fame is the best players at that time, best players ever to play, and you know. So then, by that standard, is Dan Fouts a Hall of Famer? You yeah. get what I'm saying? Like no, I know what you're you, saying because unless you, but I, I'm here's just, the thing with Deion Sanders. He is uh he is of the like a platinum class. Right. Deion Sanders at the position of corner is the best cornerback ever to play. Right. Right? Like, there's been, like, you know, there, you've had Darrell Revis or Jalen Ramsey or, you know, Aeneas Williams or, you know, other cornerbacks who have been good. But, like, Dion is the right. best corner ever to play. Right. So, for him, he's the best to ever play at a position, ever. And he's one of the most dynamic athletes across. He's a Hall of Famer's Hall of Famer because he also could be a really good baseball player, too. Right. And, like, I get it from his side, but if that's the standard, then nobody's in. You have, like, two people out of well, position. I'm not, I'm not arguing. I'm not, I'm not agreeing or disagreeing. I'm just saying, like, do you guys think, like, when you think of it, like, if you have to, like, compare 
stat to stat to stat to say, well, this guy played in this year, this guy did it then, or you know, whatever it is. If you have to think about it a lot, not that the guy doesn't deserve to be in, but is there that difference? Like, what is what's like the definition of the Hall of Fame? Like the greatest of the greatest, or the greatest of very good of the greatest? I, you know, that's the thing that I don't like. You know, but again, I get it. But if if you limit it to a Dion standard, then nobody's in. Like, it's just right. your your Hall of Fame is Tom Brady, Jerry Rice, Dion Sanders, like Jim Brown. But Jim what I'm Brown, saying, but what like, I'm saying though is to to his point, then what? Is the definition of the Hall of Fame then? Should it only be the like, best players like, ever? You know? Right. The Hall of Fame still not letting in uh, Mike Glennon. You get no, what I'm no, saying? I mean, it's not right. letting no, in. No, no. I mean, I, hey, Rex Grossman made it to a Super Bowl. He gets. It's like those guys are definitely not the people that are getting in are still like unquestionably very, right. very like the best of the best at least when they played. Right. At a minimum, right? right. Like so. Again, was this class? Because Dion said this a couple times about yeah, certain players, right. like, but this time it made a bit bigger headlines. He was a little more explicit with it, right? But, like, if you just look at this year's class, Tony Baselli is one of the best offensive oh, tackles no. ever. Bryant Young is one of the best I'm defensive. Not, tackles I'm not ever. saying that these guys don't belong in, or some of them belong in, but I think what he's trying to say is some of the names that you hear of maybe not this class or whatever, but if you're talking about, let's say. And I'll throw out Tony Romo because we've had this. This is, is Tony Romo like going to be considered to be in the Hall of Fame as a broadcaster? Like, maybe as a broadcaster. I don't think he ultimately gets in, but I think the fact and, that Tony Romo doesn't get in is proof that you don't just look, because. But also, Tony Romo was a Pro Bowl quarterback, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, is the Pro Bowl, if we want to go to that, because you could be a Pro Bowl callback but be the fourth guy asked because three guys said, I'm not right, going to. Tony Romo was one of those guys who didn't make the Pro Bowl. Right. Like, Tony Romo was legitimately one of the and three best quarterbacks in the NFC. There are guys in the Hall of Fame. Let's say, like, you look at Joe Namath. We've talked about this. Joe Namath's stats are not the greatest stats in the world, Joe Namath. And I'd argue he doesn't belong in the but Hall of Fame. But he won the biggest game in the NFL history. Sure. He won that made the Super Bowl relevant. Had that game not been won by him... There may not have been what we see now. There wouldn't have been these two leagues. Well, he's in because... And he played in New York and he was different. He, But he, in, in his sense, but then you look at, is Eli a Hall of Famer? If Eli didn't play in New York and won two Super Bowls, would Eli be in the Hall of Fame? Or would there, he, Eli's would, not in the Hall of no, Fame No, but I'm saying, but there's the talk like, oh, he's got to get him one too. His name Manning, he played in New York. But you look at his stats. And to, you know, to counter Dion, he what did he always sing? I'm in love with Eli. He loved Eli, man. Yeah. But would if you went to Deion Sanders, hey, Deion, straight out, here's, here's the, the facts. Here's the thing. Is, with, is Eli Manning, in your opinion, Deion, should he be in the Here's the, the thing, then. And I love Deion Sanders. This is not a criticism of it all. But name names, then. So we could say, okay, who, do, like, no, you're who right. would you kick out? Because, again, at the Deion Sanders, Right. He is first team of first team. Right? right. Like if you were to pick the best football team in the history of the sport possible, Dion's. would you pick the best Dion's on that team with Tom Brady, with Jerry Rice, with Anthony Munoz, Jim with Brown, Ray Lewis, or, or whoever you want to Mike Singletary, right. with Mean right. Joe Green. Like of Lawrence the Giants, Taylor, right, Lawrence right, to thank right, you. Right. Of the greats of the greats, of the greats of the greats, right. he's in there. So, yeah. of that stratosphere, he makes another Hall of Fame corner like Aeneas Williams look average. Right. He makes Darrell Revis look average. He well, makes Jalen Ramsey look Dion average. Dion is like, uh, for his position and whatever, is like what 
you know, Gretzky was for hockey. Like, Gretzky, yes. there's no, like, Gretzky is like the Hall of Fame of Hall of Famers. Like, Dion could be in the Hall of Fame of Hall of Famers. You know what I mean? Like, there's a room and then there's the other room you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, hey, these guys were all really good, but now you, we open it up. It's like when you take the diamond out of the vault and say, hey, these guys were good. They're in the Hall of Fame, but look at this. It's like in comparison, if you compared Peyton Manning to Tom Brady's actual accomplishments, right. Peyton Manning doesn't look like a Hall of Famer. So right. it's like, it's. I get it that like you can make the. But a lot of people have played now. So a lot of people are going to no, get in yeah, over time. It's things change. Like, people's opinions change. Analytics makes things different. You know what I mean? I, I thought Don Manning was a surefire Hall of Famer for years, but then his back hurt. But you look at his stats. Baseball, I he think, was, is too exclusive. Baseball, I think there's a lot of players that. Baseball, because right. it's a sport that players can have long careers that they value longevity over like hey somebody dominated for four or five years yeah but then yeah. they got hurt like gail sayers is in the nfl hall right. of fame he only really had right. two three really Terrell, great years Terrell, uh, Terrell davis, davis is in the hall of fame but if you look at the snapshot in time yeah they were like if they didn't get hurt they belong they in, you would, know what yeah. i'm saying where baseball doesn't forgive because I, like, I always say i'm going to bring mattingly stats to the table one day and i always look up but for mattingly for like a a period of time was the bet one of the best players to ever play the game. You know, hit didn't hit a ton of home runs, but his average was in the, he won the trip. You know, I mean, he was, you know, he was an amazing. Uh, you know, he he was an MVP one year. Just missed out on the triple crown. Big average, but not a home run hitter for Mattingly. But he was a great ball player. But is he going to make the Hall of Fame? No. But he was. He, he should was, be though. Well, he should be. But in baseball, you got to go longevity. And, and but I don't. And, th- I, me. Uh, not, I'm not arguing with Deion Sanders, but I, I'm also very generous as who I'd put in. I'd right. Put, You're very Tony kind. Romo belongs in the You're football hall of kind. fame. Julian Edelman belongs in the football hall of fame, in my opinion. Most people probably wouldn't put yeah. those guys. I in, would. But I would. Don Mattingly belongs in the baseball hall. Of well, fame. I, you know, but if you go by first bit and everything else, and 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 look, Tony Romo's a good football. There's no question. They're all good. Are they the greatest of the great though? That's what the hall of fame should be. I think. Right. Look at Tony the Romo's the actual great. statistics again. Troy Aikman's. And does right. Troy Aikman actually belong in the Hall of Fame? Well, how many Super Troy Bowls Aikman, did Troy Aikman? But Troy Aikman threw 20 touchdowns one time but in his career. Different Come time. On. I, I, and that's the other part that's of it, too. Argument. You can't pop, like, it's it's so much easier to play quarterback today. And this is not me sounding old, like, you know, old school guy, but you can't really hit the quarterbacks the way you used to. You can't def- play defense. You can't no. bump and run uh, receivers anymore. You can't do anything. You can't hit like them it. down the field. You can't it's do much easier different. to, to forever. These to, boys are soft. Man. Yeah. So well, it's just that's what I know. I know. Yeah. It's sure. a pageant. If we want to, for Dion to say again, let's make an all-time team. He's on it of forever course. for all time. So, but to hold every other cornerback to Dion standards. Or to to say okay, um, Terrell Suggs is probably going to be a Hall of Famer. You compare him to Lawrence Taylor, he's nobody. No, you right. know what I'm saying? No, like I know Khalil Mack is going to be a Hall of Famer someday. No, I'm, oh, he's not Lawrence Taylor though. So he, he's not the best of the best. I'm he not, doesn't belong in. I'm just saying, like that was what Dion was bringing up. Well, it, are we watering down what we considered like? Love you, Dion. Name names then. The greatest of the greats. That's all. It's like, yeah. you know, because you only have Hall of Fames in sport. You don't have, like, the Hall of Fame of, of well, actors. Like, you don't go and see busts of great actors in Hollywood. But there's a Rock and Roll Hall of there's Fame. Insti- there's there's a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and but... I'm, I, and there's people that say well, that's, certain that's, bands yeah. should be in or certain be in either. There's the same thing there. Like, there there's you, you gatekeeping look at it, with everything. Right. But, but you, if you keep the longer the... 
the Hall of yeah. Fames are around, sometimes you've got to let in guys that because we got to have a Hall of Fame thing going on here. Well, there's sure. been years I it's think where Major show. League Baseball didn't have a, a player that was up, but had someone from the Veterans Committee. Baseball that is the most exclusive. They're very because difficult. baseball you don't get in unless right you, in baseball you really can't make that. There's no marginal. Right, you got to get seventy five percent. Baseball Hall of Fame writers too are a little bit. We, you know, they, baseball they, seems like the most gatekeepy. Of that, all it sports. is. That's exact. That's that's exactly what it is. Baseball is. Baseball is also the most resistant to any kind of change. They're yeah. the most traditional. You know, we're you know they're very serious about how they do it and. Any slight change at all is fought at right. any every in every turn. So their gatekeepers are the most exclusive about who gets in. And not to get too much into it, but David Ortiz gets to go in the Hall of Fame, but Alex Rodriguez doesn't. They both got caught doing what well, they did. You know what I'm saying? And I know not to have saying. that whole conversation. No, but they, they they apply standards completely. To, but it is still the most exclusive. Yeah, by David far Ortiz. Like there were questions and whatever. And not to get in with the A Rod thing, but A Rod got popped twice. But A-Rod, that's I'm, I'm not that's bad. no, I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm look, not. I we agree to disagree on A Rod. A Rod was a great. I'm not saying A Rod wasn't a great player. The thing is, though, what cracks me up more than anything about A Rod, I'll say, is he sued Major League Baseball, and he's the face of baseball on ESPN and on Fox. How does that happen in a sport? In a television. In a sport that. You know, had had Pete Rose, who's never going to get in, and he should be horrible things that he should be in the you know. But well, these latest things, like accusations that came out too with the underage. Yeah, well, yes. You see what I'm saying? But here's my point: you're talking Major League Baseball gatekeepers, this whole bit and whatever. But yet, he sued Major League Baseball. He's on two different networks, pumping Major League Baseball. But yet. Put him in the Hall of Fame when they were against him, but he's not going to get in. But that's so. But to the point that's just so hypocritical. And they're, they're, they'll put him on TV, and he'll be the biggest bullhorn for the sport. But we can't put him. In the but Hall you of see, but that's network execs as opposed to what you guys are talking about, gatekeepers, yeah. writers, and whatever. But he's a gatekeeper now because he's in the media. Well, he he's is a, a gatekeeper. He's a table setter for the conversation of. And I heard. Sport. I didn't watch the Jeter thing. I don't think anybody. You didn't, Stephen. I Mikey, saw the clip. I, saw the I clip. didn't watch it, Zach. The gate. I no, I because I, I watched. That's the, all right because I had no desire to yeah. to watch the Jeter thing. And I look, I love Derek Jeter, and I, Jeter is like Frank Sinatra. You cross him once, you're out. You're done. He's got now, no personality, but he's Derek Jeter. Yeah, and you know what? That's what saved him from being. If he was flamboyant, Jeter, you know, walking with two girls into every club and whatever, how it would been different. You didn't have one scandal with Jeter, and that's the way he wanted it. You know what I mean? Like, what he did, his dating past, all the beautiful women he dated, the beautiful, his wife, beautiful woman, has kids, but Jeter had that persona. Like, this is, he was, he's, but the media he's also the Joe DiMaggio him. of his time. But the media also protected him because they liked him, so they didn't cover that. He did that stuff. He did have a, di- if, but the let, thing but is, let's, oh, he was squeaky the, clean, but he if, dated if all these was, women. If and it he, was really I, I just don't bad, get why though, that's okay. You don't think the press, though, would have been all over him more in no, New York City? No, they protected him I don't and baby so. Derek Jeter. I don't of think so. Of course they did. I think if they had a chance to nail Derek Jeter, anybody would have. They didn't want to nail him. You don't think the New York Post wouldn't have gotten Jeter? They're the ones who came up with the, with the thing that they've given the gifts I just don't get how away. it's spun as, like, and I have, you know, he was an adult dating adult. That's right. fine. There's I nothing have no, wrong with I that. I have no problem But with I'm that. talking about, that could like, have been spun a different way there then. was no, you know, you never had the scandal of 
there's no drugs involved in, in, in Derry Jeter. There's no, um, like he, you know, got one woman pregnant, married to another woman, whatever the case may be. So he did it all above board. Is what we're saying. Well, I'm saying like he th- never got married until he did. He that's never got. What I'm just, saying is, you know, if for don't the, you? I think that would have been a bigger story if they could have got something on Jeter. I mean, look, like with with Michael Jordan, right? Why did Michael Jordan leave the Bulls? The rumors are, the rumors were right that he gambled and he blah blah blah. So he went to play baseball for a couple. Of years. But it was never. But if that story could have really been broken, the truth been broken, somebody would have broken it. You know what I mean? I don't think now that people are going to... Rep- they'll go after anybody they can get after. I, I, I'll also just say this. I don't like the insinuation that somehow Jordan... That Jeter's on par with Jordan. J- Jeter's not one of the five best baseball players ever. Well, I don't He's think... Who said, who said that? Well, the only reason that I say it is because... ESPN's given these documentaries. Oh, right. Yeah. So they got The Last Dance. They got Brady. Jeter is not Brady or Jordan. He's not. And I'm I, sorry, and I don't think not. anything's going to be as captivating as that last dance because I don't no. think there's a figure in cult- culture so different now. But what does there, that the, mean? Like, I'm just just on the last dance. I don't think there's anyone that's ever like Michael Jordan because he came no. in when there was a like a monoculture. Like I knew we don't have every, right. We, we don't, don't have, have that. Mon- we don't have a right. monoculture. That's a really good point. We don't have like. The way streaming and the way interests are so atomized now, it's not like there's. There, I don't even think there could be a Jordan-like figure, just because there's a spot for everybody. Well, LeBron yeah. is a polarizing figure, though. I just way. mean so like to everybody Zach, like Mike. To Zach's point, right? Like this was like pre-internet, and like right. there was like like I don't think there. I don't think there is a quote mainstream anymore because you can go. Anything to be wherever you want, right? And be you fed can find that. anything that's you want. That's what I'm find. saying. Just in, Jordan in watching, sat atop yeah, the culture. In, in watching that documentary, because because you know, just talking about this reminds me of like like ESPN. So much is trying to create a mm-hmm. bunch of last dances. Mm-hmm. Well, they and need content. they need content. But the last dance was so amazing, not only because of that story, but like how every single person alive in that time. Around the world, and they show it great in that documentary. Was aware of Michael Jordan anywhere mm-hmm. he went. Well, like, the on dream the team didn't hurt him either. No, you but, know what I mean. Playing on the greatest team maybe ever assembled. Uh, you know when you know with Barkley and Ewing mm-hmm. and you know the whole Magic, the, it, the whole dream team. Bird that also brought it as globally. As we, as we talk about greatness, though, with the Hall of Fame and all that kind of stuff, it's hard to find anyone that's going to equal some of those people because they came up in a time when it's like. Oh my God! Like everyone's eyes were on some of you these just, people. You, I don't even think you can get that anymore. I don't just think the, so. And it's it's just like with the with obviously with the internet, with streaming platforms, with no standard cable anymore. There's not like a, and it's playing out in all different types of our society right now. But there's no singular national conversation in the way the '90s. My like, I just don't even think you could have a sports figure that could dominate everything the way he did. Well, we, I don't think you'd find. I I think you could find somebody that could be dominant, but there's going to be more haters than there were. Yes, well, and yes. you know what I mean. Like, platforms, LeBron, you could say some people say is better than Jordan. I say that. Okay. I agree. Yes. So he's better than Jordan, but LeBron is polarizing more than what Jordan said. Republicans buy sneakers too. Right. That was his thing. Michael Jordan played basketball, did his stuff though, and 
if there was somebody that might have been sheltered more than Jeter, I think it could have been Michael Jordan. Sure, I just you know what I mean. Back and I I believe that because Jordan played pre-internet. There was internet when Jeter was around. Sure, but not what it is today. Not what it is today. Not with social media. But there's still, you know, you could have taken a video of on your phone if Jordan was uh, with with. You know, Jeter in a bar. You didn't have that technology. With, That's the other part with too. With, with, with it's with just Jordan. a totally different. Exactly. Thing I mean, now. you imagine if there was like social media with the Bulls team with Dennis Rodman going out every night wearing a dress. He was the social wedding media game. himself. He, he was, was, you know, the things that are, would have gone on. Why I mean, Jordan is interesting is he birthed kind of modern sport advertising. But and, yeah, and like he basically like created, like if you just look, well, at, Nike created it. Well, he, he happened to be the guy, hand, right, right? That's what I'm saying. But Nike created the be able to push the Jordan. Jordan had Gatorade the talent too. Gatorade right. too. Jordan had the talent. I'm not saying you need the talent, but you also need the media machine behind it because you could of screw course. up it too. Mm-hmm. Like you know, Steph Curry's sneakers that came out, they're like they're white. Where mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving's going on saying, "I hate these sneakers. Why well, wouldn't yeah. buy these sneakers?" Nike was the perfect. Marriage. You had a great talent and a great marketing division that said, "Here we go. Mm-hmm. We've got our guy. He's leading." It's us crazy if Magic Johnson took the deal that uh, I know, the, the Ni- that Nike gave him, where he would have got. You're going to get paid less up front, but you're going to get options. Yeah, you're going to get like, out. Nike. I'm going with Converse. Right. And got, can you imagine? That's well. Magic still got you know. Oh, no, I'm Magic not, not worried about Magic Johnson. I'm not worried about him. You know, the other end. All right, so we know the football season starts Thursday. Seamless. The NFL, yeah, yeah. <laughs> going from one great marketing guy to a, a marketing machine in the uh, our marketing machine here. In the segways and we move, we, we move, we move things around here. So we have, you know, the the season starting. There's a lot of teams that every team has high hopes, except maybe for a few. You know, the Giants, the Jets, the Texans, the Jaguars. Uh, the Seahawks starting. The Seahawks. Week one. The Bears. The yeah. Lions. Yeah. The Lions. Uh, Lions. See, that's a team that people think are going to, like, be. They're not going to be this marginal. year's Bengals. They're not going to be this year's Bengals. No, 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 no. They're not going to be this year's Bengals. Marginal. Now, I just want to go over a couple of, like, divisions here. And we'll start in the. Uh, AFC North. Mm-hmm. There's the Ravens, the Bengals, the Browns, and the Steelers. Very good division. Very good division. Now, everybody talks about the AFC West, but this is a really strong division, too, I think. A hundred percent. You know? So, are the Ravens going to win the division this year? Or do you think the Bengals are still, that was a yeah. one-hit wonder, or are they going to... I don't think the Bengals are a one-hit wonder. I think they're a playoff team. Okay. But what I do think is if Lamar Jackson is healthy... The Ravens, top to bottom, are a better team. Okay, and so I do think that the I do think that the AFC North gets two playoff teams this year. I think it's the Ravens and Bengals, and right. I think that the Ravens make it are the are the division champion. You think the, the only Ravens. because it, to be honest, it's just hard to running it back is always hard, and to do it right. two years in a row, I think is, is 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 a bit of a challenge. So, but I do think that Lamar Jackson healthy, uh, that's a pretty good team, and I think that the Ravens win the and AFC North. Really? What about you? I think the Bengals are going to win it, but 
the division? I think the Bengals are going to win the division. I, are I, the Ravens I, a playoff team? Though? Yes. Yeah, the Ravens are a playoff team, and that they could both be have the same identical record. The Ravens and then you know they both can be ten and seven, eleven and six. Yeah, you can yeah. see, you know what I mean. So I can see both those teams from that division. I I think the Steelers are going to take a step back I this year, too. but I don't think they're ever counted out because of Mike Tomlin. They're going to be. Nine, nine seven, and eight, and one, and ten. Nine, you, know, so, you know, I mean, something like that. They've got it. They've got the. Here's the thing: the whole swing to me is if Kenny Pickett is act like I think at some point this year Kenny Pickett's going to be the quarterback. Yes, I do too. Whether I think Trubisky is going to start Week One, right? Yeah. As I think that's been reported that's already. Pretty much, yes. But I think if Kenny Pickett, but either way, and I'm not a Trubisky fan. I think the quarterback position is a slight up because Ben Roethlisberger has been. Well, washed up for years. I couldn't move no. for it for a and while. So you know? I think that the Steelers, I think that the Steelers could be a playoff team, and I think that the Browns are a good team. They're yeah. just going to start a year. Well, the Browns are. I, the Browns I can't are even. Incur- I can't even get into the whole Browns thing. Right. But I could. You, if you said all four, of the, any of those teams are going to make that, I could see it. They're all potentially playoff. I, teams. The Browns are. It had Deshaun Watson whole thing work out better. Mm-hmm. For him not being the things that went on with him, I would have no doubt that they would make the playoffs. Yeah, of course, they would be one of the top, you know, contenders for the going to the Super Bowl. Absolutely. No question. And I don't have anything against Jacoby Brissett, good guy, but he's not Deshaun Watson. No, no, and the no. thing is, is Deshaun Watson going to be Deshaun Watson because he hasn't played? Well, gonna be it's going to be years. almost a year and a half now. Almost two right? since almost the last two, time he started right? the game. Yeah. yeah. So you know, you still kind of need. You know, to get into the flow of a game, except if you're Tom Brady, who takes 11 yeah. days off, and we talked about that. Guy plays two series, and he's throwing 30-yard outs. Like the, Tom Brady's arm should be looked at because he's got a tremendous arm, Tom Brady, still Look, at 46 years old, I like, and he's throwing darts. I like man. Tom Brady now. Let's. Uh, there has to be some. I, I'm sorry. I, there has to be some oh, kind of science involved are we, here. Yeah, maybe he's I, just his. Avocados and yeah, that's it. Whatever, that's it. Totally, just the avocados. But come on, just the straw. No strawberries and you know. I know. It, you know, I love. Look, that's I what's killing me Tom for my excellences. Strawberries. Strawberry. He doesn't eat yeah. tomatoes either. He doesn't he eat like anything. Anything. What's the point? But he's except just for that. the Botox that he's now. Oh, I mean, do we need shade. to go after Tom's look? He's going to go on TV. And he's I'm married just saying, to a very beautiful cheek, woman. Yeah. He's got to keep up. Yeah, they've flattened his cheeks now. It's well, like, he may get flattened if this offensive line doesn't work out I, for him. This is going to be a difficult. Like, time. Hey, I like Tom Brady. I do. I, I I've come a long way on him over the right. time. Mikey, Tom Brady, we like him, dislike him. Yeah, I don't. Middle I mean, of the road. Like, did we have a hatred for? Is he a Kevin Durant at the beginning that you hated, and now that's the other thing I wanted to ask Mike about. KD, nobody wanted him. I don't think that's what. That, I wanted I to go. I should have gone back. I meant to ask you about that too, Michael. I don't, I don't think, think nobody like, wanted KD. I think the Nets were like, we don't have to do anything. Right. He's got a right. four-year. They just there's no leverage. But, you and uh, particularly after the Gobert deal, what the Nets could ask for Kevin Durant, no yeah. team could conceivably give. Right, right. But I meant to, and I, I spaced out on that because it looked like KD was going to go to a couple of teams. And and you know what? Because the only thing, I, I and I want to equate this with Brady, is had the Brian Flores thing not gone down. That's crazy. Tom Brady That's would crazy. have been in Miami with Sean Payton. That's crazy. I, I, it's crazy. And here's KD going, hey, I built, I wanted Harden. I wanted, I wanted, Kyrie, and 
we can't get this together. Then you're asking for a trade. Like Brady, you know, even when he was a free agent, even before that, he was making back, you know, deals. Well, did you to, hear what Dana White said about where he was actually He was supposed go? to go to Las Vegas to Raiders. Las Vegas. Las Vegas That's Raiders crazy. was the team. But Gruden... Gruden knew. We won't get into John Gruden because that guy is another guy that's finished. He was at the Arkansas Little Rock or whatever it was, uh, talking to the. I want to get back into. Never happen. Never. You're never going to be a pro coach. I think somebody at some point will give him a shot. Never get a job. Smaller college coach. A smallest college. Exactly. Like Liberty or something. Liberty. Absolutely. He's not going to go to the NFL, and he's not going to go to a power. Conference, no, no way. He's but done. time does heal. Yeah, but you know what? Stuff. Not not some of the things you said in that. How are you going to go to a recruit's house and after what came out, some of those emails or some of the things no, that look, were done? I know, I, I can't. Know, I know, but I'm not like defending it. It's just sad because there's a lot of people who get away with a lot of stuff. And I mean, Louis C.K. got nominated for a freaking Grammy. People, people, it's nuts. Look, right. time does heal. I think that at some point he'll get. I, I th- Liberty would be the. All I say is he might Liberty get a But Hugh Freeze was there. Spot. He had his issues, and then he went to Liberty, and and, yeah. and we'll see. You know, see what happens with that. But I just wanted to mention KD because I kind of screwed Mikey out of that whole thing. Because I, I just just to get back to that for a little bit. The the thing that gets me is if you sign a deal, and you're a you're a player, you sign the deal, and I'm all for players, but just because things get bad, you can't say okay, I want out. Of course you can. Well, I don't get that argument. But why? Like, if I sign, if I sign, you can de- say if they don't have to do anything. That, that, that's fair too. Right. But, who but cares? What, well, what? What's? Let's. I, I sign you for, and I go to you like, you like Steve Nash as your coach? Yeah, I love. I love Steve Nash. I want him as my coach. I want Kyrie here. I really Who's more do. valuable, KD or Steve Nash? As a pl- KD as a player or Steve well, Nash let's as put a coach? Well, KD, but KD asked for Steve Nash. But sure, so that's but right. you don't want him no more. But what does that mean, though? Well, you can't, what other season. job can you go into where you sign a contract? How many times do they sign players and then cut them? Like, what's the difference? Yeah, but that's the, here's why, the difference. Why are you okay with the management? But here's the difference. With the teams having Here, the Here's power. the difference with that. That money's all guaranteed for KD. And KD could have gone anywhere. Yeah. And he said, I want to go here. I want to go to Brooklyn, right? Now, you have a right to go wherever you want. Yeah. But am I then why sign a long-term deal? Why not sign a one-year deal every year? Because, because that, you want money of course. that the team wants to give you, right? Well, that's exactly but what don't you, where, Where's your obligation end, though, when you get the contract? He doesn't have any. He doesn't have an obligation. If Kevin Durant game, stopped playing well, the Nets would figure out a way to get rid of him or marginalize him. So right. Why should but he'd he still have, get his money, though. So. Why should he have more loyalty to the Nets than they would have to Because him? you wanted to go to the Nets, and you wanted Steve Nash as your coach, and you wanted Kyrie Irving, and they did everything to sure. bring him in for you. Yeah. So then it doesn't work out. I'm going? Yeah. That happens all the time. I, I just don't How does that? Where, where does it happen in, 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 in business that you sign a deal? A business has never reneged or lied or... or well, how, is it, how, how do the I, Nets lie? Well, it also how. goes to like other players. Like I'm not saying the most, Nets have, but no business has ever but, lied or made commitments they didn't follow up on. But, I'm sorry. I'm but not, they don't uh, give you... I'm talking about guaranteed money. You're, you're, you're here. Whether you're cut or not, that's, the NBA that's gets agreed, guaranteed. That's, a, that's the, what, the, right. what the league but then and what, the players what's your obligation as a What's your obligation? Has any. He has no he obligation to the team. So if you no. your team does bad one year, you can say I'm out of here. Yeah. Then who would want you? And that's the the market is dictating itself. Right. Because then ultimately people looked at KD and said, 
maybe I'm not going to mortgage everything for him. Right, exactly. There is, but like the, the idea that Kevin Durant has to be loyal to the Nets, I'm sorry, I just don't get why he has to have any loyalty he has to, to go the there Nets. And create the whole situation. Yeah, he, but you create but the too, situation. But he doesn't. Other player, he takes powers away from other players. Like I know you hate the other management. Well, like even, Isaiah Thomas tweeted, he's like, now other players can get signed because he agreed to stay with the Nets. Right. Him saying, I want to go everywhere else, limit every other team to right. any other free agent. Well, let's remember Carmelo Anthony. I want out. I want to go to New York. New York had to trade everybody that he gets to New York and goes, wait a minute. What, ha- what happened here? This team stinks. Yeah. But they appeased you to come here. The team stinks now because we traded everybody to get you. Yeah. Now you're saying the team stinks in the paper, but why does it stink? Because there's nobody around because we had to give them all up to get you to come here. I get it. But what do you I'm, mean you get it? Do you want to go to a winner or do you want to go to a place like, hey, I didn't win this year, I'm going to... So everybody should go to Golden State then in one year? No. That, if everybody leaves, I'm going either. to Golden State. But that's not what he's saying either. He's not saying he's going to go, go to Golden State. No, he's not that. saying that. Right. But he's, he's not saying... No, he did. He did. But. He didn't say I don't want to go to Sacramento. He didn't say I want to go to build it and make a team better. He said, where did I go? When KD left, he went, but he got courted okay, to go to Golden State, and Golden State couldn't wait to get rid of him. Let's also, though, okay, after they won. He didn't wind up leaving. He's still with the Nets. And if he really right. wanted out and just said, I'm not going to play, guess what? He'd get out of there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if he really, if Kevin Durant ultimately does not want to play for the Nets, what, what gets people mad is the players have all the power now. Kevin Durant. I don't have any problem with the players having a problem. Now, what I have a problem with the players are, and management too. Look, management is going to cater to the players. They should. That's the, they should to a point. But if I'm paying you good money and I'm doing everything I can to make it easy for you to come here, and you know you couldn't play for one year, you were injured, and we took care, you know we did everything we could, we got you here, we're playing, you know we want everything set for you. You like Steve Nash, you want this. You got it. Like you know, times are tough. You don't quit. You didn't quit when your football teams well, weren't good. Don't Steve. compare me to Kev. Dad. I'm not comparing you, but you're. Were well, you on a team, Steve? I am. Were you? I'm talking there. comparing to you that you're on a team, let's Stephen. Listen to what I'm there. saying, Stephen. I'm not comparing you to Kevin Durant, but you were on a team, right? Sure. So when your team was doing bad, you didn't say, "Well, that's not my fault. I'm out of here. Mayor I don't want to be on this team." Anymore. You pretty heavily. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you go with, you brought the coach in. Kevin Durant. Yeah. You wanted to come to this air. You Durant wanted to play in this area. level of talent that none of us in this room can even No, but that's not the point. That is not, the point. It is he the has point. the value to dictate to the franchise his terms in a way that... Apparently no, not, because he couldn't go. But I don't get the problem with what, him what saying... Are, I, you can say anything he, you want, Stephen, but you, saw, you came to this organization with the coach you wanted... With this play, then why do you then go and say, hey, I don't even like the GM? What business is it of you then to say that this man's livelihood is affected by Kevin Durant? So he can say whatever he wants about the Who's GM. Who's more is no important good? to the Nets' success? Some random GM or Kevin Durant? What, what, so what do you say? He can go if and Kevin say, Durant wants him gone, he should be gone. Why Why is that? Because who's... Okay. Kevin Are Durant the Nets better off with Kevin, Kevin Durant, Durant says I want Sean Marks. Kevin Durant says I want Kyrie Irving. They get Kyrie Irving. Yes. Kevin Durant says get me James Harden. They get you yes. James Harden. Yes. Okay. So my, Kevin Durant's okay. not a good GM then, Stephen, because not, Jim Harden. Uh, that's Kevin, not the argument I'm making. He's gone, I'm and, and Kyrie is, doesn't want to play. Why be uncomfortable with Kevin Durant having that power? Are the Nets better off if they have Kevin Durant? Happy? How did they do in the first Let round me, of the playoffs? Just, okay. How did they do? 
let me with is, Kevin Durant. Let me ask you something. Right. Are they better off with having Kevin Durant? Right. Or Sean Marks and not Kevin Durant? Well, or, oh, do they have a better chance of winning the title without Kevin Durant? But, that's oh, but not, we'll keep Sean Marks. But that's not the Nash. argument, Steve. That's not my the point. Is he should have that power because he he had be, he has much more direct. So you're saying if a coach let's say success, let's say this. And they Steve lose, Nash they sucks lose. as a coach. I'm not saying he doesn't he suck does. as a coach, but that's Kevin Durant's a terrible GM then. I, I'm not because disagreeing he, with you. Well, you are because no, you're I'm saying not. would I'm they be better off? I think the Sean Nets Marks. are better off without both of them. And if you look at it this they way, they might be. So then the Nets. I would have loved to have gotten a, a, like Jimmy Butler from Miami and say, okay, we'll take Jimmy Butler, or we'll take Devon Booker from Phoenix. But nobody wants to give those guys up. And that's the to get market dict. So that's why I have no problem with Kevin Durant making these asks because now teams are saying, I'm not really necessarily down with it. And that's fine. But the Nets should take some blame here because they gave him this power. They when in the, the guy wrote the whole book about the Nets giving the keys of the franchise right. to Kevin Durant, right. to Kyrie Irving. And then when he flexes it, they're mad at him. They gave him this power. They got Kenny Atkinson up out there because Right. Kevin Durant and Kyrie yeah, but, Irving said, but we that want just him goes gone. to show you that whose fault need... is that? Then it's not Kevin both Durant. Both of them. They signed up. They, Kevin both Durant signed are, up for it. Both but they signed up for fault. Kevin Durant. Right. So they're living but, with the consequences too. Right. But you don't know what Kevin Durant you're getting until you realize. Okay, wait a minute. I'm now. sorry. Of course, Kevin they wants did. all this. Kevin wants all that. We gave Kevin everything he wants. He still not. He still can't win. Uh, we still didn't win with Kevin Durant. My yet. point is, can Kevin Durant win? Could Kevin Durant do what LeBron did? No. Would take know, we don't know would that. Kevin Durant have taken we don't, we don't that, that Cavaliers Kevin team? Kevin Durant could never have taken that Cavaliers Come on, team. Come on, Steve. Let's, he hasn't done let's be career. honest about it. I'm not. Let's be honest about that. So Kevin Durant had a powerhouse with him. Right. Kevin Durant is a great player. There's no question. He's top, when and he's I healthy. want everybody he's the third best player when in the league. Healthy, though, when he's too. healthy. When he's healthy. And I'm not saying I want players to get all the money. That they can get. I have no problem with players getting money. None whatsoever. But when you sign that contract and say, hey, look, this is what we're trying our best here too, Kevin. You know, it's not easy to get players sure. to come in here. Look at the Knicks. Like we wanted Donovan Mitchell. They couldn't get Donovan Mitchell. We're trying to do the best we can. But you got to just bear with us here. Or keep it in house if you're on totally unhappy well, about like what Nets you want. To do. Leverage by no, he doesn't lose his leverage he because does. he can have his burner accounts that he had and when, come out and say by everything. By him saying I want X out in the public, that's his. his that's him right. using and his but, leverage. But you know what? Maybe it's, it was an eye-opening thing for him too. And the rest of the NBA said, "We're not giving up everything and, for you." And Kevin. guess what? That is also. I'm. That's. I'm fine with other teams saying. I don't want this, but right. the Nets courted this. The Nets appeased him at every turn. Right. The Nets have to own this. The Nets got rid of Ke Kenny Atkinson, right. who's a good coach, right. because Ke Ke Kevin Durant said it and Kyrie Irving said it, and they set that precedent. Right. So why would he not, if he wants Sean Marks gone, to go out and say, get him gone too, because they've done it in the past. But Sean Marks How has done everything Kevin he can to bring, it, bring in the players he wanted. They, they get Ben Simmons, James Harden. Are they supposed to tell James Harden, hey, could you do us a favor and drop 15 pounds before you come into play? What what player responsibility do you have? James Harden didn't want to be in Houston. He didn't want to be in Brooklyn. Now he's in Philadelphia. Where's the responsibility when you go to a team that say, hey, could you stay in shape? And you owe us that? 
part of what do, got... Do, do players of, owe the organization okay. and the rest of their teammates a place pro- to come in? It's funny you bring that up. Part of the problem and why Harden was gotten up out of there was because they said, this guy cannot lose the fucking weight and stay out of the damn strip clubs. Right. And Kevin Durant got tired of that. That's true. Right. So that happened. And, and like, that's fine. But, like, at the end of the day, they gave Kevin Durant this unprecedented power. And they have to live with that. They, well, I'm sorry. They, they have to live with they that do, too. And it is Brooklyn's like fault partially too. But it's also like I don't get the altruistic player empowerment thing. It's only Kevin Durant has this power. It's not helping any oh, other James player. has this power. Yeah. Okay. LeBron, LeBron James runs. But the I'm Lakers. saying if that's well, look what the, happened to Lakers. Yeah. Though, too, I'm saying like and, you could also bring up Curry's name in that too. But I'm saying like it doesn't. This isn't player empowerment when like of the roster you're talking like four people around the whole league can do this. And this doesn't help players going forward. That oh okay look at what happened in the past. You want to go here. You want to go there. You want to go there. And then you're just gonna leave every time it gets hard. That doesn't help the players' negotiation at any time. Ever. I don't think future. it does. The, in the future, this hurts any player in the future. Cause then Why? Because any... owners are going to try to consolidate more power? Yeah, as because think, uh, they'll be like, all right, we gave that power of wanting to go wherever you want to two players, really, Harden and Durant. And look, every year it got tough after not making it to the finals or winning. They just bounced to a new team. And that only worsens any player's bargaining chip about when players actually got their say to where they wanted to go. They wanted to go to a contender in the finals every single season, and the second that didn't happen, they left. Or wanted to leave. And I don't blame... I don't blame like Kevin Durant for saying he wants to leave. I don't blame the Nets for saying like, okay, you have to, you have to stay, whatever. But it's partly the Nets' fault. But it also doesn't make it like I'm not gonna feel bad for Kevin Durant calling for people's jobs all the time. I'm not saying I feel bad for. But for you Kevin see, like, Durant. oh, like, I, I, you know, I mean, no. like, he he got a coach fired. He's trying to get a that, GM fired. What I'm saying fired. is they also went along with that. That wasn't just, hey, Kevin Durant saying fire him, and they said, okay, that's just him saying stuff. No, they said, you pick the coach. And I like Steve Nash. He's one of the greatest point guards ever to play. I think he's a smart guy. Right. Not up for the job that he was hired right. for. They let him pick that guy. Right. But, right. Right. I get that. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Go well, ahead. just Sorry. just from an, from an outsider's perspective, like, I, I'm learning this as we're talking about this. Oh, you're this. not? I'm not in. I'm, I'm, I'm not. What's up with that? I just want Chris Paul to win a title. That's about it. But, but, yeah, well, okay. maybe Kevin Don't Durant say forget that. that. <laughs> Don't say forget that. We, we live in hope here. Okay, so just quickly, who does this now in the media or in 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 the the you know the NBA? Who is being currently discussed as the fault of the Nets lies on? Is it management I or think, is it Durant? I think right now the the the. There's, there is a lot of blame on Kevin Durant. A lot of people like to say Kyrie Irving. Right. But I do th- and look, I do think there is a case that Kevin Durant is, the, is to blame for all of this because he said, I'm going to Brooklyn. I'm going to bring Kyrie. Because, again, going back to the Knicks, everyone assumed that KD Kyrie were right. going to the Knicks. Right, right. And they, it, it's really t- at the last... You know, last couple of days, it's going to be, I think he's going to go to the Nets. Mm. And But apparently, it was known all along they were going to go to the Nets. Right. And not just that. So, K- KD has been def- the de facto GM. Mm-hmm. He's been, you know, the, the, chief, pre- the, the chief decision maker. Right. Kevin Durant is getting, and rightfully so, a lot of blame for the state of the Nets. I just don't think it's necessary. Like, if he wants to say, I want to trade... 
Well, I think I think, as, I a, think as a fan, as a player in the NBA who's not a LeBron James, and as a fan of the NBA, it's not bad criticism to be annoyed by it. No, I, and I'm not saying that. But either. that's really what like I, it's what it is. I'm yeah. not saying that he had to leave. But let's the Nets. not act like he has to have some loyalty to the Nets. Why? For, from well, from, I, I, oh, go ahead, Zach. For just for, no, it's okay. From where I stand, it's like the Nets reap what they sowed. They were complicit in it. If but they, so did Kevin Durant. Well, yeah, but then also, then blame well, needs to be gave, spread. Who gave Kevin Durant this power to feel like he could do this? The, the, oh, the, I'm the, sorry. We're going to get rid of an experienced coach who's pretty good because he wants... Uh, we're gonna we're gonna bow to the whim and bring in okay. Steve Nash. But now they're saying, hey, you know what? Kevin Durant maybe doesn't know what he's talking about, so we're gonna keep Steve Nash, even though he's not great. But and ultimately, they came want, to an accord, and Kevin Durant is staying. He's staying there because he realized, hey, you know what? Nobody really wants to give up three or four younger guys. Now, if Kevin Durant was twenty five or twenty eight doing this, they're not gonna do it for a thirty. And let how me old be is really Durant? Thirty four. If I were a GM of another team, yeah. I would still give it up for Kevin Durant. Why? Because on the small chance. Well, you would get you give him, up Devin Booker? No, no, I wouldn't give up Devin. Okay, Booker. so but Devin Booker's also a decade. But, younger than well, who, you know but, what so who, but what do you want back in return for the Nets? If you're saying he's one of the top, when he's healthy, he's one of the top five players in the league, what are we going to give him? But if would, the, would you make that Cavaliers trade for like what they gave up? Would for they Kevin get, Durant? Would they? I'm saying in a second. But I'm saying, but would they? Would they take that? No. Oh, would they? Would, would, if Cavaliers, if the Cavaliers went to the Nets and said, "Hey, yes. we'll give you X, Y, and Z, the same guys we gave up Donovan Mitchell," I would do it for for Kevin Durant. In a, that's worth the no, risk. No, for I'm me. saying, but the Nets are going to say. That's oh, a good start. Yes. But how but, about you're starting five for him? Right. My yes. point is, if Kevin Durant's 28, 30 years old, whatever, you also are going to make the move because you could build with him, yes. hopefully. At, at his age now, and I'm not saying he's still not going to be good for another five years, whatever the case may no, be. No, he is older. He's been injured. Right. Yes, of course. But I'm not going to give up mortgage my franchise, you know, my, my whole team, to get Kevin Durant at this point because I'm not going to be a player away anymore because I traded free players to get that guy. And to, the point that, and to the point that I'm okay with the league saying that I'm not okay with Kevin Durant is that's the consequences for this. So to, my whole point is Kevin Durant doesn't have to have any loyalty to the Nets. Kevin well, Durant, maybe loyalty is the wrong word, but what's your obligation when you sign a contract, though? None. If for a, none at all? None. Like, to stay in shape? Oh, to, to stay in shape? Well, I'm talking what? about, like, workout, like showing up on time for practice, doing certain things like that because you're a leader of the team. If, if there's no obligation that you have when you sign a contract, then what's the point of having a contract? Because if you're saying, like, hey... Management gets away with everything. Well, the they players, do. but the they players do. doing the same thing, and there's no more friendlier league than the NBA to players. You could well, but that's not none. necessarily saying that they're friendly, but they are but the, the most amenable. But to, they, yeah. exactly, yes. LeBron. I'm here. I'm out. I'm here. But I'm out. LeBron I'm here, has I'm out. earned. I think LeBron has earned that right. power. But he the, is the but LeBron here's the point. The NBA. I didn't hear any problems when Durant was with Golden State when he had a great coach. Great players around him. He loved it. There was no talk of this guy being bad. But you know what? They didn't love him either. Because you listen to some of the players that were on the, the team. They're like, we, we won without KD. And they did it. And, and we did it before KD. Here's, the, here's what probably hurts KD too. Who won the title this year? Right. Who? Okay. Golden and State. And they did it before him. They right. They did it after him. Yes. It, it all, and you don't, that's frustration on the part of Kevin Durant. Of course it more is. More than anything else. Of course it is. I don't think he wanted it because I think what people are saying about Kevin Durant, and I like Kevin Durant. I, I, I have no problem with Kevin Durant. But I think when you sign a contract, you have an obligation. You want it to be the man. 
But you know what? When you got to walk that walk, it's tough to do it. Not only to be the great player, but to say, hey, Kyrie, you know, we're buddies, right? You're going to help me. I got your back. You got my back. Good You're going to play. control Kyrie. Right. <laughs> Good luck. But that's what he and thought he could do. I also have more sympathy for Durant if he played all 82 games this season and said, oh, it sucks, Brooklyn, you know, we're doing whatever. He played, what, 30, But he was hurt, games. too. You know, he, yeah, but he, that's but, the thing. Then you can't be complaining that the teams that the you know, oh, the team sucks. We got bounced in the first round. We're not doing great. All these things I wanted to go. You played, you played less than half of the season then. I'll so it, it. Like, it, it, to that point of, oh, you signed the contract, you have no obligation to the team, but it's like you have an obligation to at least play them the season. And I, I grant you that I grant you that he's not a great coach either. And that I'm not Rick and Steve. I, I don't like it's, to, I don't like to do that. It's hard to come in job. but it's hard to come into a coach Hall of Famers. Kyrie's of gonna course. be in the Hall of Fame. Of as crazy as he is. And no offense to Kyrie. I love you too. I think he's cool. Of I like course. Kyrie's the world is flat, the whole bit. I love it. You love that bit? I oh. think because you know what? It's Kyrie. That's yeah. Kyrie. Right. You you're what? getting what you're getting. But you gotta come in, you gotta coach Kyrie. You got James Harden. Now you got Kevin Durant. Now you're trading James Harden. You're giving me Ben Simmons, who the guy will he's a basketball player and he won't take a shot. That's I, that's look, not a team that wins. Yeah, that's look, not a team I, that wins. I, I and I think we agree on more than some of the the, the angry screaming would suggest. However, no, I, I think I, it's Kevin that's Durant, love it's a Durant debate. as a GM right. is horrible. Because <laughs> he brought in a bunch of personalities right. you cannot manage. And look, to your point. Kyrie Irving, great basketball great. player. In my in the players I've been able to watch, the best handles I've ever seen. One of the best. And the way he the way I don't think he gets enough credit for he was a budding star in Cleveland. Yep. That was his team that he and then LeBron James comes in and it becomes his right. team. And he the way he sublimated right. there, the way right. he, you know, the way he de- deputized himself. He deserves a lot of credit I for that. I got you. But he is not somebody as a personality you can control. Absolutely. So not. as Kevin Durant coming in and building this team with, look, everybody's got their own stuff. So I don't want to call him crazy or nothing. But no, I no. Kyrie is not somebody. Let's see, he's really out there. Control. He's out there. We agree. That. And then to bring in Ben Simmons, who look, I have mental health issues like everybody, so I don't want to demean whatever I'm Simmons not. is going through. Right. But he, he's clearly had a problem big enough where he couldn't play for a whole year. Right. And, and he can't shoot. And he like he's got a clear. And look, exactly. I felt really bad for him watching that uh, series against the Hawks, yep. where he clearly just couldn't. He right. was wide open under the basket for a layup, and he just had to pass, pass it out. It. It's like the like, yips. He he had the yips. Yes, and something he hasn't been able to get over since. And as a fan, number one, as a fan of basketball, who likes he's watching talent, Ben Simmons play, I would love to see him back shoot. again. But I would also like, as a human being. For him to figure out whatever he's right. going through. But for Kevin Durant to put together this team right. with a young coach who has no experience in managing people, right. not very good well, at it. Well, KD didn't learn from Kyrie when he said, oh, I'm going to go to Boston, and I'm going to make Boston, and look what happened there. It didn't work out either. Because you think in your mind that people are going to follow you or do whatever you want them to do. But then you realize, hey, there's money involved. There's shots involved. If I don't get a certain amount of looks, if I don't get a certain amount, I'm not going to make my money. Kevin Durant is under the delusion that, hey, just jump on my back, guys. Well, the, we're going to go. And the rest of them were like, 
I mean, you ain't jumping on your back, Kate. You know, because we don't. You don't want to be here. We don't want to be here. Everything's you know getting messed up here. Okay, but 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 therein lies the responsibility because if he's going to say that he's going to come out there and be this big ego and I'm building the team around, it comes down to a strategic mind that he simply has proven in this conversation does not have because you don't put all those wild cards right. on a team. You don't build it in such a way, and the experiment for Kevin Durant in this leadership role has failed and right. I don't know if I'm a well, manager though yeah. I would not I would not but want that why, person on my team that's because that's why one person shouldn't have all of these responsibilities unless that person Absolutely maybe is Tom Brady right. yeah I mean I guess because well, can, well look at though like what LeBron did in LA Russell Westbrook I want him. I know he didn't realize and no offense to Russell Westbrook that I know. he can't hit the side of a barn anymore. I know I know you know it's horrible He's thinking, hey, that's Russell Westbrook from a few years back. Yes. And you know what? We could sit for 15 minutes and let Russ play because Russell played five on one. He's, I know. Russell, you could say whatever you want about Russell Westbrook. He plays at all the games. Amazing. Yes. The guy never misses a game. No. He's out there. He takes the booze. He takes the everything. Everything he takes. And I give him credit for that. But you got to realize your talent is not what it was. No. And LeBron had to realize that also. Yes. This like you Well, LeBron like is still LeBron, by the way. You know what I'm saying? Well, LeBron thinks everybody's LeBron. Right. That's the thing. Like, LeBron's like, hey, just follow me. Like, LeBron is a guy that puts teams on his back and wins. Look, I I understand what you're saying. I'm not. I I I'm glad we had the debate. It's a hearty debate. But I think what maybe we're we're saying the same thing, but in a different way. I think there's an obligation though that you have as a as a professional when you sign a deal to live up to some of it. I get like, hey, look, like when you were playing with when the Giants were horrible in the '70s and everything else, and they couldn't win a game. They were one whatever. They were terrible. Like, hey, players were upset. We got to do it. But. It's, the Nets were also trying to meet him to a point where, like, hey, we're trying to give you what you want, KD, but maybe the Kyrie thing wasn't the best for us with this. Maybe the Harden thing wasn't the best. But we're trying everything we can to, to please you in this mm-hmm. sense. But if they didn't do that, then he would have said, well, I'm not coming here at all, though. So you, mm-hmm. there, he had the power even before he signed the deal. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying... Once you sign it and we try to do everything we can for you, there is an obligation to say, hey, look, give it maybe. Like, if, if they went this year and it didn't work out, I could see Kyrie saying, uh, uh, KD saying, okay, you know what? It's really not working. But give me, give us another year, you know. And I think if it doesn't work out again this year, the Nets and their fans will okay. say, dude, let's the, just then, get out of here. Exactly. Like, because, and, and by the way, I saw some of that from Nets fans this year who were like, I'm down for player empowerment. How about this? But like, KD this is goes, too much. KD goes to LA and, and playing for uh, with LeBron, and, and and they they make a deal. If if the Lakers had guys to give about up, KD, yeah, yeah. If if the Lakers had players to give up, like they didn't mortgage and give everything away. To, they gave up that, too much for AD now. That that's the king. That, that's the guy too who's got to stay healthy for them to have. Yeah, has to. But if the Lakers had players. And it doesn't work out this year for KD. That'd be a perfect spot for Kevin mm-hmm. Durant to go because LeBron will 
He'll be the ultimate meat shield. He'll take all the blame. He'll take exactly. all the and Kyrie can, can kind of just. I think we we agree on certain things on points. It's just that when I was bringing up your football thing, like you wouldn't tolerate Stephen because you were a good teammate. You're not going to tolerate for somebody not giving a hundred percent or last play of the game going to do the victory formation and run out there. And you said you didn't play this game. You know what I'm saying? You have a you're you're a loyal guy to your team though too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So sure. I'm not comparing like your your ability, but you also want to see everybody succeed, not just sure. hey, it's all about me at this point. Sure, but Kevin Durant has a talent that can demand more than I ever. You get but what I'm that, saying? Like, but I'm, but I'm not comparing you as a player, demand. Stephen. What I'm comparing to you is an obligation to a team at that point, because you weren't just thinking about yourself when certain things happen. You're thinking about every guy that's on that team that also worked hard. Like, why does one guy at this point, and I'm not talking about his talent, but I'm saying, why does somebody think that, hey, you're just going to come in here when we busted our asses all game and did everything we could, and you're going to come out here for the last, you know, whatever. You care about your team. I'm not saying Kevin Durant doesn't care about players and things, Mm -hmm. but what I'm saying is there's an obligation, and if you care about your team, that also shows, and it makes you, like, you have to be sometimes bite the bullet rather than say things to make that team, like galvanize that team together. KD is not a galvanizer. LeBron is, but KD's not. Let me... Okay. KD got... LeBron got Kyrie to win a championship together. Of course. KD can't do that because KD's not LeBron. Let's get them healthy. Let's... I mean, again, I don't even know what health means anymore because I feel like... Well, they just sit games anyway. I know, I know. So, look... Okay. Now, do you think that's fair too? Like, well, let me talk okay, about let player empowerment. Let, let's just just real quick. People treat player empowerment as if it's a new concept. Right. In the eighties, Magic Johnson got Westhead up out of there when he wanted him going. Absolutely. He said him. He said Westhead or me. Right. And what did the what did Jerry Buss do? Absolutely. He said. I'm with you, right, Magic. So, but Magic was how young at that point? He was still very look. Exactly. But my point is, maybe Kevin Durant is acting out of who frustration, not, uh, frustration. But maybe now he this is him saying clearly Nash ain't up for this. Get Nash out of here. And if that's true, that's fair. How is that wrong sense. for him to say? No, I'm not saying it's wrong. But the thing with Kevin Durant is being like the like survivor. Like he wanted Nash. The, guy, the, guy's is, the guy's a brilliant basketball mind, Kevin Durant. Uh-huh. You can't play the way you play with not being. How could you think, and I don't know a tenth of what Kevin Durant does, a guy that's never coached before is going to come in and coach one of the top ten basketball players mm-hmm. right now, and Kyrie, who was top ten talent and a top ten guy that – would need to see somebody like daily to talk to him for an hour and say, hey, what's going on today? How, how do you possibly... Th- you have to That's get respect. You're blinded when it's your friend. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely you're blinded by it. You're blinded by it, but you also have to think in business, does it always work? Like, what's the best for me? My friend coming or... And you can but still have him there, but let's Even put it this way. Let's say it was Tyron Lue that was coaching that team or Steve Kerr that was coaching that team. You wouldn't hear Durant talking like he talked because the problems wouldn't be there because Kerr knows how to deal with people. You but clearly Kerr didn't know how to deal with Durant because Durant wanted out of there too. You yeah, know what but Durant, you know what? But Durant, if, if Durant wanted out of there, but so did the rest of the guys wanted him out of there too. Yeah. Let's be honest about it. Steph Curry said... We're going to win without KD. You don't think that they wanted that more than anything else to win without Kai uh, to win without KD? 
that was their ultimate driven force. I, I think what's funny too is all of this is kind of irrelevant because I don't think anyone's going to beat the Warriors anyway. It doesn't matter. No. I could see KD going to the Lakers and they still can't beat that no. Warriors team. Absolutely. Except of course Chris Paul. Except of course the Sun. But what I'm saying is we agree that look, yeah, yeah. I, I, it would be great to have a partnership with, with players and owners and everything else. But there comes an obligation where you have to at one time stand up and say, hey, look, you know what? I created like part of this. You guys are complicit too because you let me do it. Mm-hmm. But you let me do because you wanted me to come here. But that's kind of where they are now, right? <clears throat> There's an accord that they're going to run it back. They're going to try to work it and hopefully it can work because it would be exciting to have the next. I would love it. And if you can get... KD and Kyrie playing well together, yeah. that's much watch basketball because you're seeing two iconic talents playing together. Mm-hmm. Like I want to see um, um, coming back to the Clippers. I'm drawing a blank. Kawhi on. Leonard. Kawhi, I want to see. It, it sucks Kawhi Leonard's George. not playing. I know. It's, you know what I mean? You want to see the best of the best. But he missed the whole year, Kawhi. We'll see what happens and how it's going to go. Look, I don't have any problem with players making as much money as they can in college in the pros, whatever. But there is an obligation that you have to live up to some parts of it. When the going gets tough, okay, not get up the tough, get going. We got to like, hey, let's work together. There's a huge difference between greatness and leadership. It doesn't seem like right. uh, Kevin Durant has really any real understanding of leadership and example. He may be a fantastic player, and it seems like he is, but he's not a fantastic leader. Yeah. Right. Right. And that's that. Those are two different things. Like I think Draymond Green is a, is a good leader for that team. He takes a lot of heat for the for the, for, for for Golden State. He's like, yeah, okay, bring it on. I'm not, I have a bad game. I have a good game. I got the technical. I, I own up to all the things he does. You have to own up to some of the things you do because that's the way, you know, when you sign a deal. But yeah, if if I don't like something, I've been there two or three years. I I could see cut. KD saying, okay, you know what, I tried but I my think best. this year, if it doesn't work out then too, the Nets and the Nets fans will say, look, dude, right. just get out. Like, yeah, we need to restart. Right. And, like, look, I, look, the reason I, I will be more pro-KD than some people is because at the end of the day, if the Nets could have a healthy Kevin Durant right. who's focused and wants to win, which he's a top three player in the league Absolutely. at that point, right. he is more valuable than Sean Marks. Oh, right. He is more valuable that, than Steven. He's more valuable than the fucking owner. Right. If he wants to do that, fine. But you know if, what I'm if, saying? if this like, guy brings in players around him, though, the GM, that makes them work, that, that Kyrie says, oh, I'm going to play games. I'm not going to sit out because I'm not going to get my inoculations mm-hmm. and I'm not going to mm-hmm. do that. That didn't help either. No, it didn't. You know what I mean? That hurts because it's like, well, what is what would Kyrie do in this case? Because I haven't played with like yeah. in a close game. What do I do? Is he going to break to the basket? Is he going to? Yeah. You know, you're not. You're thinking. I know. You're you're reacting rather than just play. You know, playing the game. You're like, oh shit! I didn't know he would go there. You know what I mean? Now if they get a training camp in, they get the whole year in, and and Kyrie decides, hey, I'm into this thing. Yeah. They're going to be very good, I know. but if they don't, but I can't get... bet on that. I can't bet that that's no. But you happen. can't because it's Kyrie. I know it's more than KD even. But to the but to KD the point, could get hurt and KD, Kyrie. Yeah. Could, you know what I mean? That's the thing with them. Yeah. So how we got from the NFL playoff? Well, anyway, teams. Zach, who's going to win the AFC North? Who's going to win the AFC North, Zach? <laughs> uh, who's in the AFC North? The, AFC. the Bengals. You, the oh, Bengals, Bengals all the way, baby. They're, the they're going to do it. I'm going to say this because I know we have we've been talking for a long time. 
Okay, last year, the Titans, Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, Raiders, Pats, and Steelers made the playoffs last yeah. year. Okay. Out of those teams, one of, I think two teams aren't going to make I it think, this I, year. I think we're going to say the same, too. I'm going to say the Patriots are not going to make it again, and I'm thinking the Raiders aren't going to make it, Steve. Oh, wow. I'm thinking thinking I was going to say the Steelers. Steelers. I was going to pick three, but I was torn between the two. But I think the Raiders, because of that division, is so, so tough. Do you have the Broncos making the playoffs? No. Okay. No. I have three making it for this. So, okay. Can you give me your AFC playoffs? My AFC? Yeah, who who from the AFC is going to make the playoffs? My my 17th. Well, the Bills are going to make it. Yeah, the Bills. The Ravens, Bengals are going to make it. The Colts are going to make it. Yep. The Chiefs Chargers are going to make it. What is that, six? Wait, so you have the Bills winning the East and, Bills, no, and no wild card from the East, right? The Dolphins. Oh, you're going to put the Dolphins so in the So I've playoffs. got Bills, Dolphins, Ravens, Bengals. That's four, right? Yep. Colts, five. Yep. Chiefs and Chargers. That's seven. So I'm with you on everything, I think, but the what well, well, actually, hold on. I have, I think that the Bills are going to win the East, so I, I don't know if you want that. I think that the Ravens and the Bengals are both going to make the playoffs. So I'm right. with you on that. Where I right. differ with you is I think, uh, and actually, I'm w- wait, hold on. I'm with you on the Bills. I'm not with you on the Dolphins. Right. I'm with you on the North 100% because I got the well, Ravens. Well, who do you have besides the Dolphins? Like, go on. Uh, uh, oh, nobody sorry. from the East. It's just the Bills. Oh, jo- nobody okay. No, but no Patriots. Patriots okay. No Dolphins, obviously. No I agree Jets. with you with the Pet. Yeah. And in the North, we're 100%. I got the Bengals and right. the, the Ravens. And I'm with you on the South. It's going to be the Colts and nobody else. I think so, yeah. In the AFC West, I have three teams. You got the Broncos going? Not the Broncos. I you got the, the Raiders, Raiders going. I got the Raiders. I have the uh, Chargers. Chiefs and the Chargers. And the Chargers. Okay. So all through, uh, I'm with you. I'm glad you didn't. Everybody's on this Broncos kick, which drives me. I'm, I'm like, the Broncos are I'm not, not. going to be that good. I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I, I like so. I, mean, I don't look, think so. The, the Broncos are better with, you know. They're better, but. But rather than having Drew Locke. I just yeah, think you know, that. Having Russell Wilson is, yeah. Bringing, the Raiders bringing in Devontae Adams for a team that's already pretty good. You yes. Have, you pair him with Carr, who I think is a pretty good quarterback, plus Waller, Renfro. That's a lot right. of weapons. They have a lot of weapons, but can they win those? I think I think they'll all be 10 and 7 or better. Yeah. I think they're around. That's going to be. That means they got to sweep some teams in that. You know what I mean? What the, about the NFC, though? The NFC? Te- okay, so it was the Packers, Bucks, Cowboys, Rams, 49ers, Eagles, and Cardinals. Yeah. The Cardinals are not making it. Really? The Cardinals are definitely not making it. Why do you say definitely? Because that's a disaster out there. I don't care what you say. What, with the quarterback? Everything. The, okay. Everything. They're, they're just not They're not going to do it. What? Like, just like you think it's too I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I'll, I'll put it yeah, that way. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be like... 10 and 7, 11 and 6. I don't. I think you take Well, the them first out. half Cardinals are always like, hey, that's a pretty good team. And then right. They, yeah. And you, you look, I got nothing against Kyler Murray, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I watched that Rams playoff game. Yeah, that guy looked like me playing. He was throwing that ball. I don't well, want an interception. Yeah, remember in the end zone? Just throw the ball. He, They're not ready. And their no, offensive yeah. line did not improve. No. Now, Kyler Murray can run. There's no question, but he's he can't run for a thousand yards a game. No, it's not going to work for them. No. I've got the Cardinals out. Mm-hmm. I've got the Vikings going and That's winning the division. That's so interesting. I have the Vikings winning that division. There's there's no I well right, I should so, say there's no question. So in I'm the West, okay. my bookie right now. Let's go in. The, let's go division. By so division. I'm going to take in the NFC. Right, the, I think the Eagles are going to win the division. The Eagles are going to win the division. Eagles are going to win the division, right? Uh-huh. I'm going to have the Packers and Vikings uh-huh. from the North. Uh-huh. I'm going to have the Buccaneers, uh-huh. the Saints, uh-huh. 
That's that's five, right? Uh-huh. And I'm going to have the 49ers and the Rams. So who's winning that division in the West? The had the 49ers had anybody else a quarterback, I would say they would win it because I think they're better than the Rams. But I think the Rams are going to be like 11 and six. They're going to be 10 and seven. They're going to win that division. You think because the, I don't see the Cardinals being any better than so nine or eight. eight sorry, nine. you think the Niners are going to win the division? Are going to be 10 and seven and make the? Well, I think they're going to be 11 and six, and I think the Rams are going to be like. Well, here, okay. They could tie. I, I think here's how I think it's going to happen. They could both tie at eleven and six, but I think the Forty ers are going to have like a better because they're playing the third schedule as opposed to the Rams who are playing sure. a first schedule on those games. I think that'll make a difference. So, so I could see. Like, but here's the thing about the Niners: if Trey Lance is is the, the guy, real deal, the Niners can win the Super Bowl. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? But is he? That's and we've already seen Jimmy Garoppolo, and I have I like Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, his teammates love this man. They love this guy. But he's not that good. But he's not that good. That's the, so. That's great, the problem. Man. And you look at it. It could be Jimmy Garoppolo, and your teammates good love you. Leader, yeah, not, not a great, great player. player, right? But, but the, I've never seen a group of guys like you know, like he's coming back. They're all like George Kittle. I love you. I mean, not a bit. You don't hear anything bad coming out of camp about them. Nothing oh, yeah. about him. Never like a guy, like, New England may be different because Brady wasn't thrilled. But I'm saying, you don't hear anything bad about this kid. And yeah, he, and he mean, can't help it. He got his that he's not that good. <laughs> right. Know, but you know what I mean? But he's a top 20, like a top 20 quarterback could still maybe get you to the Super Bowl if he makes that one pass. It's interesting. You know, you, know, you can look at it. Mahomes he and Jared could be Goff are, too. He and Jared Goff are basically the same guy in the right. sense that. Right. They, like and even Jared Goff in the Super Bowl against the the Patriots, Patriots. there was that throw into the end zone yep. that was in the guy's hands that if it didn't bounce off and be an interception, right? Maybe the Rams win. The maybe Super the Rams Bowl. and, and maybe maybe they never get rid of Goff. You know, so it's like exactly. They, but the Niners could be a team this year that if if Trey Lance is the guy, which I think he can be, I'm not. I'm not sold either way. Right, right. I think he could be, but I think the Niners could win. Could win the Super Bowl if that's yeah. the case. But as it relates to the NFC, I think that the Eagles and the Cowboys are both going to make it. Uh, I think that the Cowboys are going to win the division. Yeah, in the, I don't even have the Cowboys. You know, I know. I noticed it. You don't yeah. have the Cowboys in the playoffs. I don't have the Cowboys. I think in the you're playoffs. a little blinded there by the. Hey, I'll just. I'll just well, I'm going. I'm, I'm I think just you're going. A little blinded by the hatred. I am, but I'm thinking um, the Giants are going to pull. Going to beat them. It's going to kill them. I hope so. I mean, that'd be Thanksgiving great. Day is going to be the game. We'll the see. Giants beat the Cowboys. Oh, it's the Giants, that. Cowboys, and Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. That's actually a neat yeah, game. Cool. I'm predicting that one. Well, we'll see. I, I right now think it's the Cowboys and Eagles. Cowboys are going to win the division. Right. In the uh, NFC North, it's just the Packers. Just the Packers, I you're I, saying. I, okay. I, 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 I'm not sure on the Vikings thing, but... Uh, you know, I, I'm not a Kirk Cousins guy, but I think they've I. given him so many weapons. He's now got on Jefferson this team. and and Thielen and Cook and you know, and sure. here's the biggest thing too, he doesn't have Mike Zimmer. He doesn't. Now, God love Mike now Zimmer. They have a great McVay, defensive. Yes, yes, you yes. know, and 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 Deion Sanders swears by him, loves loves Zimmer, but he was not that no. coach. No, he wasn't uh-huh. the coach for this team. So I, I, you know, I'm not in, in on the Vikings. So it'll be just the Packers in the north. Right. In the south, it's just the Bucks, in my opinion. Um, so you don't have the Saints going. Uh, so you have three teams I from have, the west again. I have the Rams, Niners, and the Cardinals again, specifically because I do think that the Cardinals are so talented. Right. I do think that the Cardinals have so much talent that now 
if I were to, if you were to tell me the least confident I am in any team, it's the Cardinals. Cardinals. And if I were to swap them for anybody, it would be the Saints because I do think the Saints are going to. But it comes down to James. James Can James, you know, they, they did pick up Chris Olave, right? In the they have so Olave is probably the best receiver. The best that came receiver out. So they do have some weapons. Right. You know, uh, if I were to say if there's going to be if there's one switch I would make, it would say that the Cardinals are going to drop out and that the uh, the Saints would be the other. Right. There. So you're I, and you're not you're not picking the Seahawks then to go. Oh God, uh, no, not the, the Seahawks. Seahawks. Not with Geno Smith and no, no, no. And no. they have two really good wide receivers, Seattle. DK Metcalf and what Taylor Lockett. Lockett. Taylor Lockett. Yeah. I mean, those guys are never going to see the ball. No, it's, it's amazing. It's really bad. it's amazing. It's really not. We'll good. do our other picks. Wild card, Ooh. who's going to go all the way? But I will say this. Yeah. I'm seeing Kansas City in my, my mind here. Can I say, I want to. I'm I seeing wa- the Chiefs. I want to say, I, the only thing that's keeping me from picking the Rams is because I do think the Rams are the most talented team. Right. I just, it's hard to do it again. That's the only thing that's hard to it's go It's very back to difficult. Back. Very it's difficult again here. I, 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 but I'm seeing, I'm seeing what other people, I like everybody's picking Buffalo. That I see in in, in like yeah. going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm, I'm you know Sports Illustrated has mm-hmm. the Bills over the Bucks. I don't think the Bucks are making it either this year. I don't think so. And I'm oh to the Super Bowl. I don't no. think they're making it either this year. But it's going to be wide open. I would if if Brady was on the 49ers, I'd say yeah. you're going. Mm-hmm. Or if Stafford was on the 49ers, you're going. Or so are you just not? Do, I can't do not, trust Trey Lance yet. What like? It's not just not trust. You seem to. Do you doubt him, or is it just you can't? There's not enough information. There? I just don't. There's not enough information for. But this But would kid. you be shocked if he were really good? Is like I would be. I wouldn't be shocked if he was really okay. good because for this reason they gave us so many draft picks to get him. Kyle Shanahan knows hell of a lot more than yeah. I. Did. So did John Lynch. But if they're wrong, but they then why not try to or why not dump Garoppolo and not pay him anything? Well, you I know, think they know somebody else would have picked them up. Sure. I get that, but is Trey Lance going to be in his first really first big year going to be any better than Jimmy Garoppolo? You know what it, it kind of reminds me of? Obviously a little different. Right. Similar skill set, similar situation. Right. When they made the decision to keep Kaepernick over <clears throat> Alex Smith. Right. Where he came in there, caught I, lightning. The, look... It's just that he's a mobile quarterback, yep. really clearly more talented than Garoppolo. Good comparison. You know, if he gets look and the weapons around him. But right? the the thing they only and, and I agree with you. There's a great comparison. Kaepernick was a good thrower of the football too. Though. But we, it's not just we don't know if Lance. No, isn't but yet. the thing is, like I watch. I have to be honest. I watch PFT. I see Chris Sims. He goes. He leaves a lot of throws. Okay. He doesn't make so, that throw. He th- he. Runs before he can make that. Is that guy like his biggest like thing that he says is he's got to throw the guy open. Yeah, and he hasn't seen that Lance can say, "Hey, this guy's got the step. I can make that throw." Where he's run or sit down and run it a little bit more yeah. than what he should. Like he's not polished enough yet. If, if Debo's got that half step, is he gonna think that guy's gonna yeah. make it or can he make that throw? If it changes and the game is yeah too fast for him because you're going from where you played to now the yeah. big, big boy league uh-huh. here. That's the only question I have with him. Because Garoppolo's the same way. Yeah. Garoppolo's but he here. he adds another dimension that's going to open up defenses a little bit. The Garoppolo running game, absolutely. 
Can, can I ask you something too? Because what's interesting is you have the Dolphins in the playoffs. I do. You last time said you're not in on two. So why do you have the Dolphins? Because in I the think playoffs? they just. I think their defense is strong. I yeah. like their coach. I think he's gonna. He's gonna. What he's taught him from what I've seen is, take the check down. Don't worry about. It. So you think they're like a ten and seven team? I think they're a ten and seven of, team. Yeah. I don't think the Patriots are going to be that good. I could I see either. them. I don't. I could way. see them that sweeping the Patriots, and the Jets no problem, can and I, maybe splitting with the Bills. Can I tell you something? I'm not in on at all. Mac Jones. I I I don't see anything like he made. You know he was absolutely hey as a like, but like the idea that Mac Jones is a top tier. Like I think some people like went a little too far. I don't see there. it. I don't see anything from from Mac Jones. I don't see me. it that and way. And by the way, you know who's calling offensive plays for the for we the don't, yeah. Patriots this year? Uh, Joe Judge. Judge. I know. Good luck. That's one of them, right? Isn't Good it? Luck. What's his name too? Joe Judge and Matt Patricia, Matt Patricia, two guys who have never who who, who can't coach, coach different things for the Patriots are not head special coaches. teams and defense. Yeah, when other places in, and they're gonna I'm they're sorry, gonna I'm fail. Not in on, on they are the gonna Patriots fail. No. So I will give you my other predictions, or we will at another podcast. But this was a good one. We got a little heated, but I think it was a good heat. I think it was a spirited debate. I think it was good. Just one thing I want to say before we close. Go ahead. Um, an iconic duo had to hang it up of Jesus mm. and Mero. Yeah. And, uh, Why is that? Some internal strife between really the two. Sad. It's yeah. really, really sad. What is it, KD and Kyrie can't work together? Do you, uh, actually, do you watch I, them too? I, I'm a manager. It should seem like kind oh, of old They're school. letting money get involved in it? Because I've it, never watched it, them, I, but they look hilarious. But I, I just, uh, they're on. Well, I don't I even think, think it was money. Was, I, think I, it was, I, I, I think it was more than a manager. I think that. Uh, Jesus kind of wanted to go. From what I've read, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus was more interested in going more Hollywood, he was a more Hollywood yeah. with it, and Meryl was kind of cool with what they were. Let's yeah, stay where we are. Which, yeah, if yeah. that's true, well, that that happens all the time in groups. Right. One guy wants right. to go, and you know, one guy. You yeah, know, it's never but, good when that. But you know. the thing with the, the the thing that sucks the most, they had such great chemistry. Yeah, they they could take something like. Something so silly and like just the two of them laughing at that thing was like it was kind of like this podcast. exactly like the it's, kind of it's chemistry the, we it have factor because they would you know they they'd chop it up they'd get in arguments they would laugh they yeah would, that's they, what you need sometimes they were though. great what what's frustrating is that while I actually I think I agree with Marrow's like the grounded makes it right the only thing that's kind of unfortunate is it seems like what Marrow was defending was this one. Manager of theirs who's mm. rude to a lot of the staff at oh, Showtime. Oh, you can't have that. So it's like, so I agree with Mero, but that's it's where tough. is it the GM or is it, it the that, talent? That, that that's I don't know where it lies. Have, there's always that tension though when you go from being like this niche thing into something that really breaks. Like on Vice, they were kind of like this niche thing, yeah. and they were like. You know, you'd have to look for it and find it. It wasn't like something no, that was the hard, easiest yeah. and most successful. But the people who liked it, like you, liked it from the beginning. It popped. Yeah, it, like seeing them together, just laughing at video. Like it could just be the most mundane thing, it's... and they could make it like, like, and like you're not supposed to laugh at your own jokes, but like they would clearly make each other laugh. Right. Yeah, and and you can see well, it was like two lovely. guys hanging. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's that's good. I don't think that would work more Hollywood, but the one thing I do want to say, when they went to Showtime, more celebrities came on yes. interviews, and they did amazing interviews, and there's two people, that we, well, we talked about Jeter today, the most personality I ever saw Jeter have, and the most, like, 
penetrating Jeter I've ever seen was their interview with Jeter. I was like, oh, wow, this guy's got some personality. Because he's laid back and they, they make you feel comfortable. And, and Like we would hear if anybody. Yes, Jerry of course. Jeter, if, anyone, if Jeter wants Steven to come. Steven will uh, like you yeah. if you call. <laughs> and then just another one that actually got like some play out in the world was their interview with Denzel Washington. Oh, which I love that interview. And Denzel Washington is another guy who's like kind of, He's not really a, a good interview. He'll kind of like play He's with so me. perfect. He was him. perfect, and it's like a guy just giving them advice. It was really. It's just you, you can never catch those on you hold behind the hearse. That's my favorite quote. I watched Eli Manning. That was funny. Yeah, too, yeah. They would like they could really? pull out stuff from people that the like like I can't really watch. There's no regular. studio audience, right? With them. No, there is. There's a the small time, man. Yeah. Uh, there's a small but is it a big like? I mean, no. it's, it's not like they're. It's a late night thing. It's, it's like a, a late night. Right. Audience. I see. Yeah. I see that. Like, but you can get it anytime because it's on Showtime. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. So, but it's not like I, Fallon or any of these. Like, and I mean, no, I love no, Colbert. It's, it's less starch. It's but, less, but yeah, yeah, right. I don't. I don't ever watch the celebrity interviews on those shows because it's like I'm throwing you this and you're gonna give me that. It's what's an sad is like, it's like an end of an era for late night TV. In general, like yeah. th- there's there's talks of NBC just not doing once Fallon's done, his contract is done. It's not having anybody in late because late night isn't really no. it's, it's it's a construct YouTube that hasn't been updated. Yeah. So what they were able to do was kind of this next wave hybrid internet clip. You know what I mean? Like they fit the the current zeitgeist very well. Much like and this podcast. What's Much something like this podcast, that right you've said, Zach? so well for so many and what's what's sad is like the the sports industry is moving there with the Peyton and Eli thing with the with the um K-Rod, K-Rod thing where it's, yep. where it's like friends watching a game together Super that's Bird and Tarasi did it yes, together that experience they would have been so perfect for that kind of experience with the Knicks to it God. like that kind of experience not like would they they were perfect for it cuz Eli Manning and Peyton they're good they just don't have that Peyton's not a great... Peyton Manning will kind of just be like, I like it. Like, he doesn't know how to keep it going because it's like long form. They are perfect for that. And it's just so sad that... And you've said this for a long... They would have been perfect for that Their men in blazers would be great if it was for the NBA. That setting would have been perfect to... NBA TV, you could get a package where you could watch Knicks Kings, you know, in like... They were so perfect for that, and it's just kind of it is sad that it didn't it didn't like it had to end this way. I know, know? and it's yeah they they it doesn't seem to be amicable, and that no, really sucks. No, that's, because that's, really that's the thing too, because they really seem to like each other. They did. Where you can't fa- like you know like you know what when like, power or money gets involved or outside influence, it, it does it does change because they went to high school together. They knew um, right. what's his name. He's on uh, MS- Chris Hayes. Chris Hayes. They went yeah. to school with Chris Hayes. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it sucks. Well, I don't think they knew each other, but I think they're from the same area. Okay. Right? But, yeah. but I knew Jesus has been friends with Chris Hayes for, for a long time. And yeah, it, 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 I, you know, just wanted to say, if you can, you know, this no. room, anyway, just check out their interviews. They're all on YouTube. The Denzel Washington one that you don't <laughs> along see. Along with you, our podcast. Along too, with our though, podcast. Yeah. I don't yeah. think better follow up. Uh, just one more thing that I got to Anybody has watched Echoes on Netflix, the most convoluted show series. If Zach hasn't watched it, ever in the history, it it makes absolutely. It's about they're twins. It's played by Michelle Monaghan. She's she's they're they're twins. She plays obviously both. It's horrendously bad. But I watched every episode, and it only got worse mm. as I watched it. More yeah. troubles for Netflix. Don't watch it. I'm telling you. 
th- and this was a number one, like this big streaming thing for them. Like this was like, but it's streaming so numbers don't make badly sense. done. Oh, those are totally cooked. Yeah, those it's just like, like oh, it's the most people ever watched. This. Right, they're all made. Up. I think like, and even the top tens, they'll just like manipulate those, and then like people then like, oh, this is on a top ten, and then like all of a sudden people start like, what? It's like right. All these numbers now yeah. are like she, you know, she, it's, it's just it's just brutal. Matt Matt Bomer's in it. Oh, whoa, whoa. You know, you got... Uh, <laughs> oh, uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you now, know, you got... Whoa, now I might watch it, Dad. <laughs> you got Matt Bomer. I'm telling you, the guy is, like, amazing. And it's just so disappointing. He is by far the most handsome man I've ever seen. Well, besides the, the three life. that I'm sitting with oh, at this wow. table, I, I got to no, go no, no, with you. No, no, you want to no, swim no, in those no, blue no, eyes. You want to swim in those... Matt Bomer is by far the most handsome man I've ever seen in my life. He's. Have you met him personally? No, but... Distractingly handsome. You said offensively handsome. <laughs> yes, we were. I, I might have told this story out here before, but years ago, me and Zach were watching a Rangers playoff game, and Zach paused before the, his whatever show it was white, white collar. Zach paused the show and goes, "You, I just have to tell you, the lead actor of this show is like offensively handsome." <laughs> I was like, "God, that's a weird disclaimer to give, like in the sense that like I didn't think I, would I don't know need, why. I don't think I would need this warning, but like." I then saw him and I was like, "I'm glad that I was Matt, like prepared well, for how handsome this guy is." <laughs> he's good because looking. he's by far the best looking man. I've he's ever a good seen. looking dude. It's no question. But he is the he is Deion Sanders of handsome. He's a hall of fame. He, like if there's hall of fame good looking dudes, like you know. Ryan Gosling, mm-hmm. Channing Tatum. You know, like right. who, uh, I'm a big Channing Tatum. Who, who's the guy you said we talked about last time? Uh, Paul, Paul Newman. Newman. Paul oh, yeah. He's in the Hall of Fame of handsome oh, man, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. But yeah. Matt Bomer is like a separate wing of like Matt Bomer's yeah. a you know and uh, that, but it's so just, don't watch Echoes, Dad. Oh no, I want you to watch it. Oh, just to tell me how bad like, it is. I want feedback. Oh, okay. You gotta watch this show because it's absolutely insanity. It makes it's trying to make sense, but there's more holes in the plot. It's outrageously ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But I watched all eight episodes or whatever. So, but Matt Bomer is but in. But our, our, our follow-up podcast, Echoing Echoes, we're going to echo echoes, and we're going to give the rest of our football football picks. But uh, thanks for listening. Chamber. We've been away, but we'll be back. We're going to do more fantasy football draft Wednesday the sixth. Mm-hmm. I've got the commissioner and my buddy Michael's oh, going to. Can we? So I don't out look how like cover a, that. <laughs> that would so be. I don't look like an idiot. Michael's going to help me because I have to do use a computer, and I'm like, can I write down my picks and submit yeah, you them? Were like worried, like what if I misspell the play? <laughs> can I like... call? Can I call with like the cards late? Yeah, like <laughs> how much time on the clock though? The league wanna... office is like my kitchen table. Steve, well, how, would you I... come in? Do they boo you? Yeah. Is there, like, yeah the right. How many? How many? I'm like, you've been in the league since its inception. I'm a fair commissioner, right? You would say yeah, that. There's I... not much to. Do. <laughs> Right. I mean, like we don't, because we're not doing, we don't ever do trades or do really much. Well, you, there's trades allowed, but you know, most yeah, but I mean, most it's know. just like we're happy with our roster. So you're, yeah. I'm not saying you're not a good commission. Yeah. I just don't want to be like that jerky owner that comes in that doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, so you'll be fine. that's throwing around that marrow weight. The sixth is the draft. Season starts the seventh. Bills Rams. Bills ready to win the game. We're back. We're ready for some football. We're gonna have a lot more podcasts to come. So thanks for tuning in.